2,565 snaps this season. 2,565. And every single one of them has been a battle. Every single one has been an opportunity, a chance to compete, a chance to push each other. We've had our fair share of adversity, plenty of chances to stop believing. So it's over for Philadelphia. They don't know it's over, but it's over. But those moments have only made us stronger, united us. Because this isn't just a team, it's a brotherhood. You protect your brother, you support your brother, you put in the work and give everything you have on every single play for your brother. I'm telling you right now, if you didn't love one another, we don't make plays to win this game. If you don't trust one another, we don't make plays to win this game. I look at this team and I see your heart of a champion because we've been there before. And by now, you should know better than to ever count us out. For advertising opportunities for the following show, Email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. This is Lauren Hart from the Philadelphia Flyers, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. What is up, everybody? We're at Corner Post Sports coming at you live. First one of 2019. Welcome. If you're downloading on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Spotify, tune in, everything, wherever you get your show. Thank you so much. If you're listening live on Wildfire Radio or CornerPostSports.com, we thank you. I am Sean. What's up? It's Mike. It's Gary. What is going on? Sorry, Gary. I took oh, I take my shot. I'm sorry. I he lives for that. You fucker. That was my bad, man. I uh, I dropped I'll the ball. I'll fuck you up, you fucker. <laughs> Dude, that's the, the second thing he did. Like, it's, we're not even 30 seconds into the show, and he dropped the ball, and that pushed Lauren Hart instead of Leonard Weaver. What the fuck? What uh, the fuck? Sorry. New sorry, year, I'm... new promo songs. Same old dumbass Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. What do you want from me? What do you want from me, huh? What is going on, everybody? One dog goes this way, one dog goes that way, this one says that. What do you want from me? So we are Corner Plus Sports 2019. Here we are. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. But first and foremost, in two weeks from tonight, January 18th, we will be at Naked Bruin. Naked <laughs> Bruin, of course, our, uh, our, our beer sponsor. And we are drinking some Naked we Brewing some as now. we talk. Right now. Yes, we are. We're having some Freckles. Freckles Brown Ale. Come to Naked and get really naked. Good. Yeah. I'm going to freckle the toilet seat after this. We're ne- naked at Naked. <laughs> That's right. 
Make it uh, up, it's gonna make be a good it. time. So we're actually gonna be doing the show in the brewery. Nice. Uh, we, we've done yeah, it once we've done before. That. Yeah, it was good. It was a really good time. So we'll be doing that again, and uh, uh, we ha I have some prizes to give away. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so it should be a good time. So come on out, January eighteenth, Naked Brewing Company, fifty-one Buck Road, and, and it's behind Beat Street, um, uh, <laughs> in Huntington Valley. The under eight, underage kids. Yeah, how? Think about it. How fucked up is that? Like there's beat, 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 beat street. Beat, the underage kids club, and then uh, wasn't that the name of a fucking rap movie? Beat street, beat street. I don't know. Was it? Yeah, it I sure have, was. Did I? I don't. I have no idea. I I honestly, I, I don't know. I honestly I'm don't know. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be a good time. So looking forward to it. Um and uh, yeah, what do you think about the beer? Uh, I like it. It's uh, it's definitely a sweeter beer. Uh, I know we were uh, you guys were talking about it last week, being a little bit, a little bit caramely, a little bit sugary, and, and whatnot. But it's uh, but it's very tasty. It, it's it's got a good flavor to it and stuff like that. So I, I think it I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Good flavor. Figured it to be a good song to maybe start up the show with. That's right, because you know who's not going the fuck. That's home. right. Thank you for picking up on that. Philadelphia Eagles. Why, yeah. Why go, man? Why go? We ain't going anywhere. What, what, did, what did Malcolm Jenkins say about the playoffs, about sneaking in? We didn't sneak in. We knocked the fucking door down. That's fucking right. right. Fucking right. I don't know. If yeah, I was, I was talking to him earlier about, like, I know you guys didn't have a good feeling. I, I somehow had a good feeling about it. I just thought Minnesota just wasn't playing well. Chicago was still playing pretty well. Um, even though the game was in Minnesota, I just something about that just kind of, even with Los Angeles not leaving, I, I figured that the Chicago was going to play hard enough, and I just I just had a feeling that I, my gut told me that they were going to make the playoffs, even though the numbers said it wasn't going to happen. But Chicago chose to play against the Philadelphia either Eagles rather than play against Minnesota again. And that's, that's basically what they did. Sort of kind at the end, yeah. That's a fucking mistake. Well, here's the thing. We'll, we'll get into we'll get into the the, the Bears Eagles matchup in, in a few minutes here. But here's the thing: Would you rather have faced a division rival in the playoffs in the first round, a team that knows you really well? You're going to be playing them a third time. We all know it's a, it's hard to beat a team three times in a season, right? Well, you technically, they wouldn't have beat a team three times because they would have lost the week before. Kirk Cousins. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, you're Kirk right. Cousins but, is but a still. choke artist when the spotlight's on. Well, we, we found that out. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the second time that's happened. Right. So, it ain't the first time. Yeah, no, nah, he's I, – I, dude, he's a he, – he's – someone compared him to Scott Mitchell. He's an $80 million wow. douchebag. Yeah. $80 million douchebag. All guaranteed, though. Well, yeah. That's just – still a douchebag. I tell you what. Actually, fuck. I don't know him personally. Fuck. I don't have any personal problems. Eagles fans own the Vikings fans this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. For over the past calendar, over the past 12 months, dude, the Vikings fans had nothing on the no. Eagles fans. Man. And, fuck, fuck we stole Jimmy Butler from them, too. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. Fucking skull. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, we also stole uh, that asshole from the Phillies that we, Santana. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, oh, wait, that's right. No, they, they suck at us on that one. Yeah, they got, all right, you get one, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, we get one. Although we, we were able to parlay that to trade him away to get Segura out. Yeah, so yeah, that, so that worked. Minnesota fans to Philadelphia. Why can't the fans just be nice? Fuck you. How about that? How's that sound? Go fuck yourself. Stop yeah. whining. Yeah, what's on our finger? Well, 
Again, real quick before we get into it, we're gonna get we're gonna get deep into football. We got a lot of football talk tonight. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of stuff in general. I mean, a lot of football talk. Like I said, Sixers, there's some drama going on, and there's new drama as of today yep. that came out. Just like it's not good. A couple hours ago, no, it's, a new it's not good at out. all. Uh, we'll talk some Phillies. You know, we just hit on the Phillies a little bit, and we'll talk some. Well, oh, I, yeah, that's team. Yeah, yeah, the Flyers. Did you say why? Things, things can get better with the Flyers. Can they? I don't know. Not this season. Well, we hope you guys hang around. Tighten your belts. Tighten your belts and hang around like David Carradine. Join the show. <laughs> uh, just hanging around. Just hanging around. Hang out with your dick out if you want, like David Carradine did. As Beaker would say, boo-ba-doo-ba-doo. <laughs> Yeah, that was on the best of too. Uh, yeah, if you if you didn't get a chance to listen to the best of 2018 show last last I'm week, I'm so sorry. I, well, I'm. It's there. You know, I we actually had talked about Beaker and the Swedish baker on our show. Yep. Yeah, we there was it was ridiculous. Oh well, I don't remember half the time listening back because we were pretty. We were ripped up. Yeah, we were pretty pretty ripped up last week. But yeah. it was a good time. Oh uh, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, it was a rough it was a rough one, but. Sean couldn't recover. Like Sean didn't recover like two days later. I was like eight thirty at night. I finally ate something. Yeah, and then the next day, I'm like, "Hey, you know what are you up to?" And Sean's like, "And oh, that's uh, with no I'm shots, Mike. No, no shots. shots. Wow. No shots." Uh, I go home and get your fucking. You were drinking Sculpin's. Yes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I was drinking that Sculpin and fucking Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. Voodoo Ranger. Fucking cre- two creeper beers. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Eagles. Very flavorful, that's Yes, it is. Yeah, Sculpin. Sculpin's there's, 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 a, there's a reason why it's $70 for a six-pack. Um, <laughs> wow, is it that much? <laughs> no, no it's not $12 a beer. <laughs> Dude, no, it, but it is like, it's like. $17. It's like 20-something bucks. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So what, the, does a hand come out and give you a hand job when you open it? What the fuck? Depends what, depends what the night wants to bring. Oh, it yeah. depends on who you're sitting next to. Well, that's also true. So yeah, uh, yeah. So the Eagles beat the Redskins. Let's talk about that real quick uh, before we get into this this matchup. And, nice and win. What, what happens? Yeah, very nice win. Uh, what, what the fuck was that quarterback's name? Josh Jackson. Johnson. Right? Johnson, Johnson. Josh Johnson. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know the fucking guy's name. His you didn't know last week either. His, no. his last name is the same thing it's as like, what you call you know a pick. You know what's weird? We Johnson. played against him. We played against him. We still don't know his name, and he was that un- he was that memorable. Bad. Yeah. It, it, you kind of feel bad for the kid because, like, he's... Well, three weeks ago, he was in Canada. Yeah, right. Yeah, at least he got paid some money. I'm, I'm sorry. Dude, yeah. the oh, Eagles... I'm sorry. The Eagles went up 3 nothing in that game, and I turned to... I don't know who was sitting next to me. Probably yeah. Joel or something. I turned to Joel, and I'm like, that may be all we need. It ended up being all we needed. Is <laughs> that quarterback? No, the, the, oh, he's better no, the than the Sanchez. It was 3 nothing. Fucking Sanchez. Yeah, we would have scored 31 because we would have had a pick six with Sanchez in there. Ugh. Well, it was it was remarkable what the defense was able to do. I don't care who they played against. When you shut out the a team, last several weeks, you shut out a team in the NFL. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. And then the offense, you know, the Bowles offense broke was, another record. Yeah, twenty five straight completions. Last broke. week we talked about another record. Now four seventy one. That doesn't sound like the most yards ever passed. Well, for Eagles though, it is. A, it's an Eagles, Eagles franchise record. Okay. record. okay. So that's two records he set. Yeah. And, you know, seven touchdowns in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, Foles, Foles is Foles yeah, got Foles a nice, is, yeah. nice little arsenal. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. 27-2. Yes. That's not it. Pro Bowl MVP. 
Super Bowl MVP. It's true. Yeah, although Pro Bowl MVP doesn't really do much for me. That's when he did the, hey, how's everybody doing? Bottom that was right. a Pro Bowl. So it, it was impressive. You, I was. Your sneak, your fucking cleats ain't in a case. You know what was, I'm was anybody a little? <laughs> a little. Pays attention in the Pro Bowl. Come well, on. yeah, I could, I could throw s- touchdowns in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, Foles is. Foles is. Oh, that's right. You, not Gary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> fat chives, baby. The fat chives. Uh, Nick Foles' cleats and jersey were hanging beside Peyton Manning's cleats and jersey in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like, how cool is that? But anyway. Yeah. Um, I still got to get there. Not to dismiss that, but, yeah, we'll, we'll have to take a trip sometime. Uh, not to dismiss that by any means, but. They um, should put one of his used rubbers in that fucking case as well. <laughs> so everybody can share the size of his gut. <laughs> it's like a King Cobra all curled up. Dude, that was pretty bad. Fucking Dude. Magnum not times bad. two. It was, it was, it was funny. The, the meme going around or the, the With the quote. one Big Dick Nick going on his way to Chicago? No. Did you see that one? No, uh-huh. I seen um, the one I seen was, uh, yeah, how are you feeling after the game? He's like, uh, I'm all right. I just I just hurt my ribs tripping over my dick. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> it was I, awesome. I tripped over my dick and hurt my ribs. There it is, that one. So it's like an old, <laughs> it's like an old, uh, like an Egyptian, That's not awesome. Egyptian, but like, you know, that type of yeah. painting or drawing or whatever. <laughs> it's basically. <laughs> it's basically three. Uh, I don't know. His dick's like forty-five. You. Yeah, the guy. Long. The guy in the back's like a, it's like a god or something, you know. And his dick is being held by two women in front of him. <laughs> They're if, like laboring, carrying. Foles walking in the Bears Stadium, like that's <laughs> pretty good. Maybe you should tweet that out. Maybe you should. Sure, that. you should. Yeah, maybe you should. That should be the background photo for tonight's show. It, it, it should. <laughs> it should. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout out to uh, my buddy Denny and, and his wife Linda who are listening. Um, we always appreciate when they when they tune in. They're both Packers fans, but yet they listen to the show. <laughs> no, no, they're good people, uh, good people. So thank you guys, and thank you everyone that's listening live. Mark Fourth and Goes listening. What's uh, up, Mark? Yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks for having me on last uh, Wednesday. By the way, um, I was on their show Wednesday. Mark! So they go, they go, uh, they go live Wednesday nights at nine. Uh, check them out on Wildfire Radio. They do a great job. Yeah, um, you did. Um, you did the uh, what the hell was it? The uh, oh, the kicks, the, the quarterback the quarterback stand. Stand. It was yeah. fun, man. Um, so so basically, what they did was all years since the football. So that's what she said. Uh, so basically, since the start of the season, they they've done this contest, basically a, a runoff. Like, all right, I'm gonna here's your guy. Like, you get uh, Patrick Mahomes, and it's would you rather, basically, and you had to be quick. Patrick Mahomes or St. Bradford. Patrick Mahomes or Carson Wentz. Patrick Mahomes or blah, blah, blah. Right. And whoever kept last, like whoever lasted through the whole thing, went to the playoffs. And now it's the playoffs. So I had it, I was actually the judge between Breeze and Brady. And uh, I went in and legitimately wanted to pick Breeze. Because, uh, like, yeah. over, like, just being a pure, better quarterback. Like, do I actually still feel it? Yeah, I, I feel like Breeze might still be the pure. Breeze might be better kind of like the same way that statistically manning might be better but not anymore but yeah well touchdown wise but breeze is gonna break, break that right so is no brady, no though. i was talking about the manning versus brady oh, oh i got you yeah okay. not breeze versus oh brady. yeah okay well both breeze and brady have more than a legitimate shot at breaking uh peyton manning's touchdown record next year 
Fuck them, man. Brady, too? Yep, Brady, too. Brady's right behind Breeze. Oh. Um, they're like, or vice versa. They're like neck and neck, basically, for touchdown passes. Oh, I thought, so. the, I thought Breeze had that. No, they're like they're ahead. like neck and neck. Yardage, Breeze is. Now, Brady's been in the, uh, played a couple more seasons than Breeze, right? Or at least one or two? I think, no, uh, Breeze has played one less than Brady, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, okay. so Brady ended up winning, though. Bra- uh, you know, in the end, I was like, look. Uh, actually, Mark, uh, Mark uh, had a good point. He goes, look at Breeze's record away from the dome. Yeah. Out- outdoors, off the turf, you know, when he's playing in grass, you know, all that stuff. Not not that it's easy to play in a visitor stadium in That's general. A good point. But out of the dome, he's a different quarterback. Um, and he's still a very good quarterback. But his numbers are not nearly what they were. Yeah, he's at just home. he's just merely a Hall of Famer, not like one of the best ever. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, he's like he's like uh, like what Philip Rivers would be. <laughs> Conversation new. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that when we give our predictions. How's that sound? We st- I still got to look up his goddamn stats. We'll get into that. We, I, I have to look up some stats and, and you guys don't know what we're talking about. We're basically, is, is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? And it's an ongoing debate that we've yeah. had for a while. That's not even a question. Yeah, well, we'll get to it. So let's get back to the Eagles. Let's get it back to the Eagles. Fuck, douchebag. You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You piece of shit. <laughs> so That guy's my fucking hero. So the Eagles, I still don't know who that guy is. You were supposed to show me something. What the fuck was his name again? I don't remember. I don't know. Some, some fucking, He's you know. a Rush Limbaugh-looking motherfucker. Yo, he was chasing some dude down the street <laughs> yeah. yelling at him. Anyway, fuck it. Um, Eagles, Redskins, great win. Great win. Is anyone a bit concerned, though? Like, was anyone a little bit concerned? Like, man, are they just focused too much on outside stuff? Or are they going to take care of are they Will they maybe fail to take care of business? As bad as the Redskins are, it's a divisional game. No. No, you weren't worried at all. No, no not, not. I wasn't either. Not I thought they might have played down a little bit, but that's about dude, it. Dude, they, Tennessee beat them pretty handily with their backup, with Blaine Gabbert quarterbacking. Um, Washington has looked atrocious. Uh, they're on like their sixth quarterback. They, they have no receivers. Their offensive line was back up. Their there past was just two years, Mike, the Washington Redskins have had close to 60 fucking players injured. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So, no, I mean, I just, they were just overmatched. I mean, the, the, the Eagles were clicking on pretty much all cylinders, and the Redskins just were waiting to finish a miserable ending of a bad season. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just didn't see. They, they packed it in. You know, they were. <laughs> I think somebody's getting it packed in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just kind of yeah. laid that one up. Hoping someone's going to finish. Giggity. Doug Peterson said. He starts to come and then he pulls yeah. out. Let's win the game, but let's not crush him. Let him go out with a little bit of dignity. Well, I don't know. His shutout's pretty bad. That's some fucking dignity. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Diggity. Diggity. Well, they needed, you know, like we said, they needed things to happen. Um, and we were we were talking right before the show. So Mike uh, Mike wasn't on the show last week. Mike said he would have picked the Eagles to go to the playoffs. Uh, it wasn't that I didn't believe in the Eagles beating the Redskins. It was it had everything to do with the outside stuff. There was. Yeah, and I just, yeah, and it wasn't like, it wasn't that. I just felt, I just seen the outside, I, I seen the stars aligning. I, I don't know. I'm usually the one that's practical on it. Like, whoa, whoa, hold off. Like, you're the one that's always yelling at me for, like, betting against the Eagles. And this. Now you, you fuck. You're the one that's like, I don't think it's going to happen. And well, I was the one that was like, I just had, I, you, my you, gut you told me the, that they were going to win. Because you needed, 
at, at a certain point, you needed the 49ers to beat the Rams. That's the thing. Like, or you keep them to beat the Rams. Close. You just keep had to close. keep it close. And they did it. And they did it. I know. Well, you know what? They actually pulled back a little bit with it. Yeah, I mean, that didn't work out the way. I expected that as a division game. I expected them to stay within a 10-point arm's too. length. I thought San Fran was going to stay, stay within a 10-point arm's length to where Chicago had to play the game long enough to be in position to where. All right, keep their starters in until the their, end of the third I quarter. I didn't see. Yeah, I just that's the way that I seen to play out. I seen San Fran keeping it close enough. I was wrong about that. Um, but we were all like Nagy was wrong and, and everybody was wrong about the them not keeping their starters. They, they kept their starters in the whole game. Uh, no, the, the defense, um, the, they took their defenders out, the starting defense out. Oh, did they? Yes, uh, fourth quarter they took oh, the Bears. Oh, wow, I didn't even know The that. Bears took the defense out. Yeah, they were, they were playing basically against the second stringer. And Kirk and Cousins is still going to get it done. So, yeah, there was a lot of factors. So, uh, again, and that's so weird because they started out so well. Did you see him yelling at Adam Thielen on the fucking side? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Adam Thielen yeah. was what the fuck? killing it they were, at the beginning they, of the season. They were going it. Stephon Diggs man. was killing it in the beginning of the season. If you had Adam Thielen in your in your uh, playoffs uh, or in oh, I fantasy, did. he finishes the top in most leagues. He finishes the top receiver. Yes, most he leagues. did. Yeah, um, but that was – the first eight games of the season, yeah, he was way it. ahead, and then he shit the bed the last five weeks. Yeah, Kirk Cousins comes up small. So, so <laughs> I don't think anybody like thought that the Vikings were just gonna you know roll the Bears or anything like that. But it was it was the other factors, and it, I wasn't worried was about the Eagles Minnesota. and the Redskins either. I thought the Eagles would take care of business, but I thought that the Rams were gonna kill the Conventional wisdom and that was said that that things. was gonna happen. Right. That, that Minnesota in Minnesota was going to beat Chicago when Chicago. Minnesota's quarterback is, is is Kirk Cousins, who is a choke artist when it's on the line. Well yeah, but I mean you can't bet you on goddamn being a choke like he had it happen once. Did you expect him to do it again? That was so bad, dude. He He's horrible. And he was horrible. And they fired the offensive coordinator like he was the problem. Obviously, yeah. I don't know what. No, it's your $80 million quarterback. You know what the thing is, though? I really think the deal might have been hurt at the end of the year. Something would have something would have had to have Where happened. was Diggs? Where was Diggs, Diggs at? Where was that thing, running right? game? Yeah. And that's the other thing. They, they they just decided to stop using Dalvin Cook. All which is which is weird because, I mean, that's why, they, that's why the coordinator got fired because he wouldn't use Dalvin Cook or something, wasn't right. it? Like, yes. Yeah. I, I was a big part of it. Fuck it. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's a weird situation. But fuck it. Fuck the Vikings. I'm glad they lost. I'm glad we're in. And we're going to see what happens. Zimmer is not a quality head coach. No. We got it. We got a, we got a, uh, we got a, b- yeah. a big matchup, guys. And this is my song dedicated to. So basically, I saw a great tweet. I saw a great tweet. It was this, this like completely summed up Sunday and going forward. Like four, I think it says like something like 421. Come on, Bears, we need you. 423. Fuck the Bears. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's Philadelphia, brother. That's because that's the way it was. That's Philadelphia. Help us get in the playoffs. Oh, you got us in? Now fuck we're gonna you. now we're gonna fucking beat yeah. you next week. Here's my Bears song. Dedicated to the Bears. <laughs> wow. Take you back? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Christopher Robin, that fucking pedophile. Yeah, fucking chip bag. Fucking talking to stuffed animals. It's me. Fucking stuffed animals, fucking talking bear and shit. Fucking weirdo, weirdo kid. Oh, get out of here with this. <laughs> Chris or Robin is fucking. Takes it to stinky. 
it's not very nice. Oh shit! I lost. I lost Ryan's predictions. I got you guys, it. you no, jackasses, said so many fucking texts afterwards all day when I'm fucking working. I got it. So Winnie the Pooh for the Bears. Here we go. Um, Eagles Bears in Soldier Field. Soldier Field's tough. This. This. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow the goo. Fucking Winnie the Pooh. On his chin or some goo. <laughs> um, he takes it in the by, by the way, it's uh, it's Matt Niggy. It's Matt Niggy. I learned that last night. I was at the Flyers game last night, and who gives a fuck? He's been. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. Everyone's Nagy? called him Naggy. His whole yes, career. It's Niggy. It's pronounced Niggy. I was sitting. I who my fucking cares. I'm yeah, just saying. Cares? Everyone in the media has been saying Nagy. Everyone, everyone feels like that Nagy. guy. The person I sat next to, uh, I, I have season tickets next to in the Flowers game. Uh, her son actually played football with, with him, and she's like, "It's driving nuts. It's Nagy, Nagy." I'm like, "Okay, all right. It's not Nagy. Who cares? Okay, all right. I just want to put that out. But anyway, speaking of him, rookie coach, rookie head coach of the NFL, coming in. Yes, this is his first playoff game at Soldier Field. Playing the defending Super Bowl champs. So let's That's not right. forget. I think there's a Playing lot of pressure. Experience. I think there's a lot of pressure on him. And Trubisky. And, and Mr. Trubisky in his second year, his first, you know, his first playoff appearance. This is going to be tough, man. This is going to be tough for them. There's a lot of pressure in front of your home crowd. Their receivers are <coughs> suspect. Let me tell you, Allen Robinson let me tell you about, is about decent, a stat that I heard. Nick Foles gets the ball, ball out in 2.5 seconds. 2.4, yeah. Whatever. Okay, and any quarterback that has played against the Chicago Bears this year that gets the ball out in under three seconds scores 25 points or better. Interesting stat. Works in our favor, yeah. Okay. Defensive I, line, I, I like you know, it. it's it's an interesting matchup because the defensive lines both control the line. Like two good defensive lines going after, you know, quarterbacks. Both Trubisky's had a pretty decent year, I guess. His his considered. last five uh, games, he's he's thrown five touchdowns, five interceptions. So he's come down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Um. But he yeah overall yeah Trubisky's had a nice year. Um. This defense is number one in like almost every statistic. Defensively, like yeah, they're, man, they're how about, really good. Um, what a what a move it was to trade. What all they gave up was the first rounder, right? I thought that that you know I thought that they gave up a lot for Khalil Mack when they first did it, but I didn't. I thought the Raiders got fleeced. I, I thought um, I, I thought that was a horrible trade. You're trading away one of the best defensive, but you had to sign them too or something. But yeah, I mean, hey, look, whatever. This is a, this is this is gonna be a tough, and now a it's, tough and, game, man. And now it ends up being like the you know. Uh, somewhere in the mid twenties, mid to late twenties. Mm. So pick. now it's not so bad. Now yeah. it's not so bad. I mean, when Chicago was coming in, you know, picking like fourth or fifth, the year all the pressure yeah. is on Chicago. All the pressure. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we're the defending Super Bowl champs. There's some pressure on yeah, us too. No, we've already got a Super Bowl ring, so we're just going to go in there, and relax to play. We're going to go in and have fun. I don't, nah. I don't think these guys are relaxing, man. Uh, they 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 have something. On, they still have something to prove, man. These guys still. What? You don't think they want to win another Super Bowl? Who said, I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, don't do talk about relaxing. 
No, you know, I'm not talking about pressure being on him either. Fucking English, motherfucker! Well, I already spoke the fucking English. Uh, you there is come in and relax. There is pressure on. There's pressure on the defending no, Super Bowl chance to repeat. No, there's not. I I will say there is more pressure on Chicago. Yeah. There is more pressure on Trubisky. That coach. They went 12 and four this year. They went 12 and four, and they're home. And you know they're 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 hoping that they can make an impression here. And they're see, playing, and they're playing the Super Bowl champs. See, I think. I feel that the pressure is probably still more on the Eagles, but I feel that the pressure's not going to get to the Eagles as much as it will Chicago because the, the, they because the Eagles have the been playoff there. experience. They've they, they've been there, they so I don't think that the pressure's not frazzled. Gonna, right, Trubisky's going to get frazzled. Well, all right, that's that's a different argument. That's that's basically saying that you know that the Eagles are going to handle the pressure better. It's not saying that the pressure's not on them. Yeah. So I agree the Eagles are going to handle it better. But I'm not saying that there, there's no pressure on the Eagles. You're just Super Bowl champs. You're expecting to, oh, yeah, to do well. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, there's more so on Chicago. I mean, you know, for the reasons I listed. Um, Fuck deep dish pizza. How about that? Fuck Chicago. Actually, it's actually really, really good. No, yeah, it's, 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 really, it's yeah. too much. New Year's Eve, I had I had uh, some delivered to me from Chicago, and I had it for New Year's Eve. Oh, Get nice. the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. 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 Oh, you got the Yeah. Who, who got it for you? Uh, my uh, wife's, uh, I guess it's her stepbrother. Oh, okay. Yeah, sweet. Got, got it. Sent it to us. Yeah. Fucking good stuff, man. It uh, really good. yeah. It's Sean got that from me for my birthday or something one year. So good. It was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's heavy shit. I mean, if you can finish it, good for you. Actually, funny. No problem. Sh- funny Chicago story real quick. <sighs> the first thing Mike and I did, we went to see, uh, we went to Chicago to see the Phillies and Cubs the year after the Phillies won the World Series. Oh, nine. Coolest thing we saw was the, the uh, marquee said 2000 or 1908 champs versus the 2008 champs. Wow! Yeah, we saw Pedro Martinez pitch his first game. This we first game saw Shane Victorino get a beer dunk on him. <laughs> yeah, but the first thing we did when we got off the plane, got to the hotel, was let's go eat, and we went to this Blue Mountain Malinati's, and we went there and we walked in when the statues of Blue Brothers, Blues Brothers and shit. We sat down at the bar and said, personal pan, deep dish. The bartender looked at us and said, you're fucking crazy. You're not going to finish this. We're like, what? It's a personal pan. How big can it be? It's a deep dish personal pan. What's in it? What's what's in it? Oh, it's just, we've got like pepperoni and Oh, you can, pick, you can pick what goes Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, dude, it's like, you know, it's like a couple inches thick. Yeah, we, when they brought it out, it was like, like it, it wasn't that big. Inches. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't look that, that big. big. And then fucking, holy it's shit. It's heavy, man. It's heavy. We finished it. So the bartender was like, I can't believe it. He's like, you, you guys killed those. We're like, yeah. And we're drinking beers, of course, all right? So he goes, <laughs> here. And he hands me this bag of popcorn. It was from Chicago also. And um, big-ass bag of popcorn. Dude, it was the best fucking popcorn Dude, I've ever had Sean in my life. loved this fucking popcorn. Dude, he carried it around with him like it was a fucking <laughs> baby. So the be- best part. So we would go out, you know. Dude, that's I'm nice. fucking, that's awesome. I'm yeah. so goddamn full, and this fucking asshole's like, what's the pot? No, man, I'm fucking dying over here. We're going here. out, right? We're going out drinking every night. So every night back at the hotel room. Oh, the best part was we get to the hotel room. We walk, we, we stayed at a hotel right across the street from Harry Carey's restaurant. And uh, we, we go to the hotel, and we walk up, and the, and the clerk's like, oh, so it was single bed. We're like, Mike and I looked at each other. I had a smile. Mike didn't. And no, no, I'm kidding. And I'm, we both looked at each other like, no. And the, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I do have one room with two twins. We're like, Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? 
So, so I'm in hey. the one. I'm in the one bed. Most in the other. We're like every night. You know, we're all fucked up. We come back, and I'm. <laughs> I eat popcorn. Most like, like you in that fucking popcorn. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. Dude, I'm the, fucking trying to sleep and shit. I got like pillows over my head. The next day, my shit was yellow from the fucking butter off this fucking Damn. Top. Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> I should have took a picture. <laughs> but anyway, Chicago as a city is a really cool city. I'm, yeah, that's a great gonna, time. Yeah, really, really good time. Fuck Chicago. But fuck the Bears. Yeah. Fuck the Bears. Fuck Thank you for last week, and now we're going to rape you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we're going to take you to dinner. Thank you very much. Now we're going to fuck you. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Fuck the Cubs. Fuck you. Fuck the Blackhawks. She wears underwear yeah. with dick holes in them. It's a bear. It's a bear mascot right there. Uh, Fucking it's so bear. funny that we were, like, all about the bears and cheering for them, and now we're... Nah, the bear... I, mean, I don't know. Like, I... This week, am I, like... And fuck Mike Dickett, too. How about that? Have I ever been anti-bear? Like, did, have the bears ever bothered me? No. Before? This week? Yeah. The yeah. bears. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah, the only time I was anti-bear was the fog bowl. Which is probably the last time we played. Well, the thank you for bringing that up, Mike. Because I, I, I like heard to talk a about thing that. on the radio this week. Why is it called the Windy City? Because of the winds off the off the lake. No, no? that's because a bunch of politicians were a bunch of blowhards. Really? That's why. Yes. Really? Yes. Because you do have the lake right there, which that's it, not right, why, where, the, right where the Navy Pier is, and yeah, that's um, where they get the lake effect snow and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, how about that? There's really? a lot of wind, that's but because yeah, of the okay. politicians. No, that makes sense. Uh, that's pretty good. Blowhard motherfuckers. Yeah. Obama during the from, Capone. Obama's from Chicago. Yeah, well. Um, that was also during the Capone years and shit like that. Well, be careful. Be careful. You go to jail. Be careful. He what? A, he is a former president. You just said blowhard. Yeah, well, he is a I blowhard. F- I fuck Trump, too. <laughs> How's that sound? F- fuck them all. Fucking uh, polit- uh, politics are as fake as the Bible. Yeah. And fucking... And, and Trump. And... Well, Trump is politics now. Trump's hair. Trump's hair. May Air yeah. Force One go down like a oh, uh, see the that. War. You just told me to watch my. <laughs> the f- Shut the fuck up! Not that. Not that I don't agree with you, but the fuck. You can't say that. Yes, I said yes. that. Yeah, you did. I ah, fuck it. We ain't sanctioned by the FCC. Not, not yet. <laughs> and we won't be. <laughs> no, but you still have to abide by the fucking. Wall. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. I didn't yeah, say yeah. anything wrong. No, you didn't. You just. You guys all folded. I just said it. You didn't say you had to be on it. Right. Uh, that's true. You didn't. Maybe it just goes down. I'll say that on Facebook. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> and the first of 2019 will be our last of 2019. Nah, fuck them. No, we can continue to show ah. after Gary gets arrested. Cheers to that. <laughs> fuck Cheers. Em. Fuck. No, uh, seriously, um, good good city, but uh, fuck your team this week. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take care of business. Yeah, I mean, I just the line went out up. The line's now six and a half. Oh, six and a half. That's, it started at seven. High, man. It started at seven. It went down to five and a half by Wednesday. Yeah, it went down because they they announced that Foles was definitely playing. So then it went down. Now it's back up to six and a half. I think that's a little surprising. I think it's high. So why don't we why don't we talk about the matchup itself? Right? So, so why don't yeah. we do that? For the past two years, the Eagles get nothing but disrespect. They've got it all season last year, and look what they did. They're getting it again this season. Well, they had respect in the middle, in the beginning of the year, and then, you know, they didn't play, and, you know, now they got to earn the respect back again. Oh, in all reality, Mike, did you expect them to be where they're at? I didn't. 
Well, no, I expected them to win the division. Right. So. But I mean, after the season started, did you think that? Was oh, I mean, after they lost to Dallas, no, God, no. I mean, Fuck, we all man. thought it was done. Yeah. I remember being at my, at, at my at, the, at my place, and you guys talk about that. I was like, oh man, I almost wanted to cry. And Shaw says, "Yeah, you need a minute. You better go outside." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I think I better go outside." Yeah, he was all upset. Yeah. Fuck. Well, you know, against Dallas, hearing that. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, if you said to me, "I don't think they're going to beat Chicago," okay. Yeah. I, no, I agree. Fuck I agree Dallas. I agree with you. Um, you know what? Before we get to the matchup, because Mike brought it up real quick. The Fog Bowl. I, I did want to bring this up. Wow. 30-year anniversary. The 1988 season and the 2018 season. It's when, 30, is, is it's 30 today years. 30 or like well, this, this year. It's the playoffs. Okay. Right. 30 years. This NFL season. And this, this is the last time that we played Chicago. That was the last no. time we played Chicago? In 2001, we played Chicago in Chicago as well. In the playoffs? Yes. And beat them. And beat them like 20 to 12 or something. Some weird score. We, we beat them. Yeah. I don't remember. They were, um, uh, it was, I'm trying to remember, Jim Miller. It was Jim Miller quarterbacking for the Bears. And you, Douglas, picked them up oh, and slammed them into the ground. Not, not Jim Miller out of it. Actually, it, was a, it, was a, it wasn't even during a, a play. It was, um, he threw a pick. Jim Miller threw an oh, interception. Okay. And, and Hugh Douglas laid him out. Yes, Hugh Douglas told him, don't move. And if if you think, go to China, he says that was you, McNabb's homecoming in the playoffs, and everyone oh, made a big deal. Right, and Chicago was thirteen and three or twelve and four yes. that year, and we were we were a good team. Jesus Christ, like, we were a good team too. I think we were ten and six that year. They were one of the better teams in the league. Chicago was. Yeah, yeah. They, their defense was really good, and um, Miller that was Erlacher probably. Erlacher was definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Miller threw that pick, and Hugh Douglas said, "Don't you move." And he went laid to move him the and then laid him the fuck out. Laid him out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugh Douglas was on the radio the other day talking about this story, and he says, "You know what? Now in today's NFL, he says I would have I would have uh, got, got a penalty. Uh, he would have oh, yeah. he would have probably gotten suspended. And, and Chicago would have had the ball back because it was fourth down. I mean, well, no, down. I mean after the pick, it would have been a fifth. After the pick, yeah, been, they, they would have still, yeah, yeah. Um, well." Unless it was rough, unless they called it rough in the pass, which they shouldn't have because he was not a passer anymore. Yeah, it, was, it would have been after. Yeah. They would have fought, the rest would have fought them somehow. That's how the NFL is now. Yeah, but cool. um, um, but, but the foul ball, okay. This is uh, I remember Eagles games before this, but this is the game that kind of stuck with me. And I hate to bring up something that is so sour among Eagles fans because it did not end well. The Eagles uh were in Chicago, but I believe they were favored. Despite the fact being in Chicago, I think the Eagles were favored to win that game. And, um, you know, I think Walter Payton was still with the Bears at that point. And, and, and this uh, is back in the 80s, Jim, so there wasn't. Was I there. think this went right into the semifinals. There wasn't the divisional. This like, was the divisional. Let's, I think. Let's, yeah. let's, let's hear your story, brother. Yeah, so, no, well, it couldn't have been because the Eagles were going to Chicago, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think there's only four teams in at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might I think be there right. Were, there, yeah, there, you might there be weren't right. six yeah, teams. Yeah. There was only four teams that made You're it. right. So, well, it was the first round. Let's just say that. And, um, you know, Randall and Keith Jackson and Byers and, you know, these guys are coming in and that defense wasn't quite what it was in 90 and 91, but it was still good defense. Reggie White was, yeah. you know, he was, in, was there he was and, fun, and, yeah. and these, you know, they had a, man, they had a hell of a, hell of a team. And yeah, Eagles. Eagles were favored to win, and Eagles were hanging with them. And it's a nice day, and they do the halftime and thing, and the fog rolls in. And the fog rolls in after halftime, and 
completely changed the game. And I, I hate this. The Eagles weren't winning it at halftime. They right? weren't winning, but they were like, it was, was, yeah. they, it was one possession. It was, it was like, a battle. It yeah, was a it was fight. a battle, but they were right there. Right. And they were starting to, you know, they were moving the ball and they were starting to get things going. And then the fog rolls in. And the thing that bothers me about this, this whole thing, is that people were like, you know, we would have won that game if it wasn't for the fog. Well, there's no guarantee. Well, I don't want to hear that argument because I know it was 30 years ago. I'm pretty sure the Bears were playing in the fog, too. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure, right? Like, they, we weren't the only team. And if we were the better, really the better team that day, we would have won no matter what. Like, right. And we didn't. Like, how did – how, how does that not affect us? And I, I hate that because that was always the thing. Like when Buddy Ryan was here, like or you know, people defended Buddy Ryan. And like we never won a playoff game. We well, would have beat the Bears if it wasn't for the fog. No, it would have been a different game. I mean, who knows no. what have ha- what would have happened? But there was no certainly no guarantee. Mm-hmm. No, you can't you can't you can't fucking blame Mother Nature. This, this happens. But the sad part is when that game was over and everybody was pouring out to the parking lot, the skies opened up. Watch the yeah, they just fucking gone. waited. Yeah. Check this out. So but Buddy t- Ryan did say, you cannot determine the mother nature. He says, if it was raining, snow, this or that, he says, they're not calling a game. He says, so you just play on and hope that you'll win. Right. Yeah. Well, Kim Small, he did in his whole fucking career. Denny, uh, man. How many playoff games did he win? Come on. One, right? No. He won one. I thought, no, I thought he won the one against the Saints. He no. wasn't the coach. Rich Kotite was. Yeah. Uh, Richie Ch- Uptight. Chicago is called the Whitney City, but actually Brigantine Beach in New Jersey is considered the windiest city in, in America. Uh, that's from Denny. He said, "Check it out." I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what he says. Brigantine's not that far. Ah, uh, come on. Fucking Ryan just chimed in. Eagles would have went to the Super Bowl that year. Well, because of the f- come, come on, Dude, they, you know what? The funny thing about that was, and I what I remember about that was, I remember that game, and I remember thinking the Eagles were really good. And I was like, and Chicago beat them. I was like, man, Chicago's got to be really good. They're going to definitely win the Super Bowl. And then they, I was like, yeah, they're just playing as 49ers. I, look, I remember looking at the, the goofy logo of the 49er, the little, you know, shovel and whatever, they, you know, the, the old logo that they had. I'm like, oh, they're going to smoke this team. You know, I didn't even know who Joe Montana was until that day. And then I'm like, oh. Oh, never mind. Maybe not. They got blown out by the 49ers that game. I was like, oh, all yeah. right then. Was that the uh, – See, so you guys are a little younger than me, so yeah. I remember it a little bit. You know, more Yeah, detail. you remember a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're seven when I'm talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, so, so from your side of things, you knew who Joe Montana was. Yes. You knew that they were going to have a rough game, and you probably expected them to lose. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what do you remember from that then? What, from the Fog Bowl? Yeah. It, ju- it just, like I said, the stuff that uh, Buddy Bryan said after the game, watching the game, I'm like, oh, this this is not good. My dad's saying, well, let's really relax. We got, everybody's got a chance. Chicago's playing in the Fog, too. And then at the end of the game, I'm, well, you know, see what happened, Dad? You see what happened? And then your dad said, you know what I'm going to do? Fucking right in the pussy. No. That's what I'm going to do. And he went off and... He beat me with a kitchen drawer and sent me to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Flick that bean, yeah. Can you flick my bean? Uh, yeah, I have no idea what you're doing with these I, fucking sounds. He fucking just smashed a curio cabinet over my back. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Just remind me of something. 
Um, Wait, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> smashing something over someone's back reminded me of something we have to talk about later. Uh, so yeah, the fog bowl, you know, it was it was rough. It was definitely rough for sure. Um, but let's let's get into this matchup between yeah. today's Eagles and today's Bears. I just want to reminisce because it is the 30 year anniversary of that. Nothing wrong uh, with that, brother. No, Eagles Bears, 2019 wild card round. Let's go Eagles the offense against Chicago's defense. It's the last game of Sunday. Which, what do you guys feel about that? By the way, Be- being the last game, I'm good with it. Gives the Eagles a little bit more time to rest up and and. Like you know, but you as a fan, like, what do you mean last game? Last, last game, game of the weekend. The weekend. Oh. Uh, let's see anticipation build. I'm all right with it. I like it. Okay, so you'd rather it be later than the first game or something like that? You know what, Sean? I'm I'm fine with it that they're getting the rest. That they, it's the later game. But you know what? Watching the other games. I'm waiting for the Eagles. You're like, what the fuck, man? It's come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I can't fucking wait to 440, this and that. Like the anticipation of being able to see the game is what's going to drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. That's going to make me crazy. Yeah. Three, got, game, three games. Three alcohol. The two on Saturday and the early one on Sunday. Yes. And then you got to wait until almost 5 o'clock for 440 start time. Yes. We'll be all right. I'll be ripped up by that time. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Last year was Saturday, right? Yeah. Atlanta was Saturday, Saturday night. Game. Yeah, Saturday night game, yeah. I'm taking a sick day fucking Monday. There you go. Yes, I You're am. Not uh, I got to use it or lose so it. So, Eagle, Eagles offense against Chicago's defense. So, so Mack, Floyd, uh, Eddie Jackson's apparently maybe not be playing the safety. Uh, so that's that's kind of big. He's banged up. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going against a, a really good defensive line. Akamura. Yeah, Akamura, yeah. The, the, the cornerback there. Um, so, you know, you have you have uh, who's the other one? Uh, Fuller, Kyle oh. Fuller, the Eagles yeah. were, were hoping to get last year. They never, they never pulled the trigger on. Um, but yeah, he's he's had a really nice year. So that defense is is pretty damn good, man. Um, it really is. But the thing is, you can pass on that. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I have my prediction. I, I have my keys, and, and Two I kind of said I kind of said it on Wednesday, and I, I still feel the same way because I think it is the key of of how the Eagles may be able to win this game. Do I think they will? We'll to see. find out. Um, I don't know if they can do what I want them to do. but uh, so It's, it's going to be a tough challenge. So, my eyes. Um, you know what? The, the thing is, is that, like, the Eagles offense is just the last few weeks have found a way to start clicking a little bit. Yes. Um, Offensively, you mean? Yeah. What a perfect time to be fucking peaking, man. Right. I mean, you know, for whatever reason, you know, no knock against Carson Wentz, but Nick Foles came in and this offense started to click a little bit. They, Darren Sproles coming back was huge. I, I mean, don't even think it's, dude, the, it's, big, it's the quarterback change that, that did it. It's Darren Sproles and Wisniewski. Well, Wisniewski's not even starting. Sam Myler's. But he has. Sam Myler's taking games. his place, place now. I think week. having Sproles has definitely helped. I don't think – I mean – I don't think, you know, Sproles has changed his entire offense, but I think Sproles coming no, back. No, no, is, I, I'm just saying the addition of those two oh, players. Oh, it's absolutely helped. I mean, without a doubt. Um, but just having that threat out of the backfield. They see him sprolling. They're hating. Yeah, but the thing, the thing <laughs> is, is that, like, all of a sudden, the, the wide receivers, Alshon Jeffrey, came back to life now, which that, is huge. That one, I think, is more on Foles. Well, yeah, yes, because Carson Wentz wouldn't throw the ball up near his area. 
Yeah, he just kind of used Nick Foles says, to yeah, check down I believe time. my receiver was going to catch the 50-50 ball, and I'm throwing it there. Yeah, something just hit me. He, 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 I, I think Wentz I did become a little bit too complacent. I mean, I'm not saying that he can't adjust, but he did come a little, become a little too complacent. Well, well the earth you know what, Mike? He, he was Allen and could not adjust to that throw. That's just my personal Yeah, but opinion. then two weeks ago, yeah, I, that's guess possible the, too. I guess the Texans, all Foles did was throw to Ertz. Yeah. You know, that first drive, he had five catches. So, yeah. like, it's not just Wentz throwing to Foles or th- throwing to Wentz. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not just Wentz throwing to Ertz. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn Z's in their fucking names. Um, you know what yeah, alcohol ain't got nothing to throw it. I only have two beers. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, it's not just Wentz throwing to Ertz. Foles relies on him, too. He's definitely his top check down. It's just that Wentz wasn't taking the chances. What and a so, perfect safety so blanket as, to have, though, brother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But as we're sitting here talking, it just hits me. Like, you know, Wentz is Wentz maybe. I, I, look, we're not going to do this whole Foles versus Wentz thing. I'm not doing it. I'm we're not, not getting We're not that fucking tonight. playing that game. I, 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 I want to fucking punch every fucking person with these hypothetical wall. <laughs> this happens. We're trading Wentz. Can we Shut just get past Chicago? Up. Yeah, let's take it a week at a time we, and worry yeah, about that, about, like, and you know what? The, even, like I don't even want to worry about it. Like let what? them figure it the fuck the out. They're, they're is, smart. They're paid a lot of money. Thank you. The best part is we don't have to make that decision. We don't. We don't. We're not going to have to. And and leave it up to them. And I don't. No one gives a fuck what you. It's think a about nice that. problem to have. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's not a controversy. It's it sounds like it's a you know, it's it's what well, every person well, dreams of. Not yet. It's not a controversy. All right. Stop. Well, whatever. Stop. 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 Whatever. No. Right there. Uh, so was Wentz, <laughs> was Wentz at the point where, like, I mean, look, Wentz has come back from injury. He's banged up. He's hurt. Um, and he doesn't – maybe he felt the pressure. He didn't want to make mistakes. Maybe that's why he didn't want to go downfield. I, you know, as we're sitting here thinking about it, it kind of like – I just thought about that. Like, maybe he was afraid to make mistakes. He didn't I just make don't mistakes. think he was able to adjust his body to make those throws, Sean. Yeah, that too. Yeah, what I mean, about I early was, on? I think it was a little bit of an injury thing. Uh, I think that, you know, part of it is – you watch Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's looking really good right now. The first five games of his year, he didn't look that great. Part of that is because that first five games took him up to a year of coming back from the ACL. Well, he didn't have both ligaments torn. Carson Wentz did. Well, I mean, that's even and, more. The, well, the wait, point. Well, wait a minute, Mike. That's a severe injury to come back. I'm, I'm, we're arguing the same no, goddamn no, no. thing. Let me I'm finish. Not fight, I'm just saying. That's we're all. arguing the same damn thing. I'm saying that it took Watson up into a year, which is where Wentz actually sat out to come back. So I was saying that Wentz would have just been coming into his own the last couple weeks until he ended up with the back injury. Right. So I'm agreeing that, like, that Wentz, uh, I'm giving Wentz the mulligan for the year. I, I can't argue that. All right. Um, all right, so let's get back. We got right. a lot to get to tonight. Uh, Eagles offense. So I feel a lot Chicago's better about defense. it now. You know, I know yeah. Chicago's defense is really good, but yes. I feel a lot better about it now. Than you did. I don't think that they're going to put up a ton of points. I still think it's a tough defense to score on, but – you know, I, I think that they'll be able to hold their own enough to at least control the field position battle and, and do a couple things and get some first downs, keep the defense off the field a little bit, and, and, and do okay. Okay. The Rams and the fucking Texans have better off defenses, too. Look what we did to both of them. No, the Rams defense is great. Texans are good defense. Rams secondary is good. But, uh, and, and Donald's good, yeah. which is kind of like a, a – Something similar to that. He wasn't good when he played against the Eagles. <laughs> how about that? How about, no, they, they did a good job against Donald. Um, you know who else didn't 
you know, he did the nice job against Donald, right? And, and you know, he did the nice job against uh, uh, the defensive line of the uh, Texans. And, and uh, you know, he did a nice job against Khalil Mack last year was, was Lane Johnson and Jason Peters. Which is nice to have Lane Johnson on the side that Mack's probably going to be healthy. on sometime. Uh, healthy and Lane healthy, Johnson. Healthy now. So now, healthy Johnson is a good Johnson. That's right, because he was, he was hurt for a little bit in the beginning. So I don't like yeah. it when Mike Johnson's sore and hurt. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't jo- perform as well. A sore, oh. a sore Johnson's like Chinese arithmetic, man. You can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the other so over over Christmas break, right? My wife and I go to a club, right? Now he's now he's you, God damn it, Sean! You fucking do a, a joke that makes somebody laugh, and then you got to follow it up great. with a fucking dud. Here it comes. Wait for it. My wife and I, my wife and I go to. A Thank club. you. My wife and I go to a club, right? And there's this fucking guy in the middle of the dance floor break dancing. He's fucking doing the way. He's doing all kinds of fucking dances, right? And she turns to me. She goes, "See that guy?" I said, "How can you miss him?" She goes, "That guy, uh, he's my ex-boyfriend. He proposed to me like ten years ago. I had to turn him down." I said, "Yeah, no wonder. He's still fucking celebrating." <laughs> Jesus all right. Christ. All right, that's, that's not a bit follow All right. All right. All right, so anyway. Okay. Jesus Christ. Bears offense equals defense. Uh, Bears, you know, you got Allen Robinson. You got uh, uh, Tariq Cohen. You got Jordan Howard. You got Mitch Trubisky. And um, you got Trey Burton. Trey Burton. Who knows yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I take the Eagles defense over that. Really, who who would take the Eagles' defense over anybody a couple weeks ago? Right. Yeah, I mean, they've come on. The secondary is looking a little bit better now. Um, getting a little bit healthy, which is nice. Um, defensive bunch, line it's, starting It's a to, bunch of fucking no-name players in the in the secondary. No, no, they've got a couple guys back. And who? Who? The, who's, uh, Maddox is playing better. Oh, Avante Maddox has been a difference maker in that defense. I, I, that's Rodney McLeod's replacement. Rodney McLeod ain't back next year. All right. Okay. What does that mean about this year? That has oh, nothing to do with what he's. So, and who's who's their? Uh, Sidney Jones is out, right? Yeah, Sidney Jones has been out. Uh, Mike Wallace. That's the was Eagles. Markel Fultz. Yeah, Sidney Jones. Yes. You, you might be completely 100 percent accurate on that. God damn it. Yeah, Sidney Jones. I don't know if he can play. I, I, I don't know. Duquesne. Weak and soft. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Didn't he play? Son of a bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? Overrated, man. Wait a second. Stop. Did both of them play for Washington in college? Ooh. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure Sidney Jones did play for Washington. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> what the fuck? Let me look that up. All right. yeah, why don't you never, look that up? never draft anybody from Washington again. Bunch of weak and soul faggots. He did. University of Washington. Yeah. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Should have blew that up instead of the Pentagon. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck, man? I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, right, now who's who's the uh, Darby? He's still out, right? Yeah, Darby's not. Darby's, Darby's another guy that's out. Yeah, he's gone. Who is there? They're, um, oh, Jalen Mills. Russell Douglas. Russell Douglas and Jalen yeah, Mills, Russell, right? He's Mills. been solid, man. Yeah, Mills is out for the year. 
Cowbells is yeah. up here too. Yeah, it's Rasul Douglas. It's Russell Douglas, Douglas and uh, Maddox. Well, I thought Maddox was a safety. No, Maddox has been playing corner. Oh, well, he said he was going to replace him with next year. Both. Next year. Okay. Next year. Next year. Yeah, Maddox has been. Uh, yeah. Okay. Been doing a nice job. Yeah. He's been, for the most part, playing the. Uh, playing corner. Yeah. Right. Well, who's that other fucking guy that got it? Sounds like a bottle of fucking wine. What the fuck's his name? Oh, LeBlanc? Yeah, yeah, Walmart. LeBlanc's playing a lot, too. Yeah. On the, on the other side. Avante Maddox has been playing a lot of C, uh, slot. And that's okay. Sullivan, cocksucker. Yeah. Uh, oh, anybody with the last name Sullivan or the fuck of rotten hell, you fucks. Oh, come on now. That's right. true. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bunch of childs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Shall we give our Eagles predictions? You know, you're looking at this game. You're going into Chicago. This is going to be a tough game for them. Uh, a really tough game. Like we said, tough defense. Matt Nagy taking on Doug Peterson. Will Peterson get out coached by a rookie coach in the playoffs? No. Matt Nagy's been running Doug Peterson's coach coattails his whole career. Here, oh, here's another. Here, I got one for you. Um, the Bears are 12 and four. However, they're uh, in t- the teams they've played against as a whole under like well under 500, like 12 games under 500. The Eagles like 12 games over 500. Hmm. So the Eagles have had obviously a much tougher schedule than the Bears have. Right. Uh, think about their division alone. I mean, yeah, Minnesota was. On the brink of making the playoffs, but they Detroit, fell off towards the Detroit end of the year. Green Bay both sucked this year. Yeah, um, and and their schedule like the the, Bear, the Bears haven't really played any team with a, a fucking force. They haven't. No. Well, they I played the Rams. They beat the Rams. They beat a good Rams team. They lost to the I think they played the Patriots. They lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Okay, and so, then they played three other dregs. Although I don't, I, although I don't think the, the pa- although I don't think the Patriots are uh, no a force this year. Yeah, well, we could talk about that a little bit later, yeah. but. That franchise is coming to an end. All right, so. Last year. Yes. That was, the, that was it for them. I guess we'll see. Oh. Um, all right, so. When you get fucked by a 45-inch deck. <laughs> <laughs> that, would do, that would do it, too. Absolutely. So, I got this game going. It being the Eagles winning 19-17. to 17. I see the Eagles Elliott kicking two field goals, missing an extra point. The Eagles being up by two with Cody Parkey kicking a field goal for the win and missing. Mm. I see this being one of those type brutally hard, you know. It's a battle. A battle, a really tight game, down to the wire where. Playoff football, brother. You know, and it'll be like a little bit of a longer field goal. It won't be like a gimme field goal. It'll be like somewhere in that, like. 51 yard or something like that, and and Parky's just going to miss it, and we're going to take a deep breath, exhale, and move on to okay. play the Saints next week. Interesting. I say the Eagles win 25, 22. 25 is an interesting number too. Well, you know why? Yeah. Because they go the, for two and they miss it. No, 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 no. They go for two and they get it <laughs> because they need it. And Doug Peterson at the he's at the end of the game. And he needs those extra points to win. He goes for it on fourth down. He picks up the yardage. They score the touchdown, and then they go for two, and that's how they win the game. Okay. So, would you say the score is 25-20? 25 to 21. 22. Or 22. 22. 
Okay, so the two-point conversion gets them up a field goal. Yes. And Ryan, Ryan's gonna, yeah. Ryan's gonna call in in a few minutes, but, uh, <coughs> but, but uh, he's gonna give his predictions too. But Polsky just jumped in. He said 39-27. Evil. That's a high. Wow. That's high that's score. that's high for a, that's a lot of points against this defense. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you never. Dude, but you never know, dude. We, any given Sunday, 37 against the Vikings last year, who everyone thought was the greatest defense in the world, right? Right. Uh, this this game, this defense is kind of lining up. To me, it, this game feels like the Vikings game, except for the fact that. It, it's I, I get what you're saying, brother, but this defense is due for a big disappointment. They are due for a okay. disappointment. Which defense? Chicago's? Yes. Okay. They beat they beat the Rams fifteen to six, man. What? The, the Ra- we'll get into that later. Huh? How much later you want to get into? Well, Jared Goff's a fuck. Have all I think Jared Goff's a bust. <laughs> I don't know about that. He is. I don't know about that. You can't call him a no. Bust Come on, man. You get into his face and give him pressure. He fucking folds. Polsky said they had them in men on my field. Here's the thing. that The Bears are 9-1 in the last 10. Okay? All right. So Yeah, the, the whole momentum. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, everybody's talking huh? about the Eagles. Who, my brother? Yeah, not yet. Told me I fucking let him know. Jesus Christ. Your brother's so impatient. Well. Yeah, wait five good. minutes, you fuck. Um, no. So, I, I mean, I think that the... Um, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the Eagles have all the momentum, and nobody wants to face to them. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, I mean, Bears are nine and one in the last ten. Too, I don't so. know, bro. If you were a guy from fucking Swanksville, he'd have done took that phone call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Maybe it's just you, man. Oh, he said Jared Goff being called a bust. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jared Goff's a fucking waste. <laughs> so, here's how I think the Eagles. Bust is a strong word. Are going to have to win this game. All right. All right, I don't give a fuck anymore about Jared Goff. Don't talk to me like that. Fuck. Going on about Jared Goff. Who gives a shit. Your house or not, I'll throw a dart. Oh, fuck you. Where are you going to find a dart at? Don't we get rid of all that? Goddamn ADD. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> goddamn ADD show. Yeah, well, so what? How is that different from any other show? Do you listen to the playback? There's people talking over people the whole fucking show. There's two side conversations going on. There's three different conversations going on in the middle of the fucking show. Well, that's why we get 100 and some thousand downloads a year. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hey. I'm a part-time motherfucker. You are. We're <laughs> <laughs> all this fucking part-time kicking it. Um, I fucking paid the way for you, motherfucker. <laughs> I think um, if the Eagles are going to win this game, they're not going to be able to do it running, and they're not going to be able to do it dinking and dunking. They're going to have to take chances downfield, and you're going to be able to take chances downfield against this team right through his fucking throat. Wait, wait a minute, Sean. With this against this defense, you have to find a way to run the ball. What are you doing that for? It's not stop. Really? Um, yeah. Um, oh man. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to, but, but here's how. You have to find a way. Here's how. By throwing downfield and opening things up. By yeah, having screen, that The screen game. For not for them not coming up on you and not trying to attack foals and trying to attack that running game and taking that part of the game out, you have to take chances going deep. And if you're able to connect on passes to, to Jeffrey and Aguilar and Maybe even Wallace. Golden Tate. The Wallace is out. Got Golden, oh, is Tate, Golden out? Tate. They, they ruled him out? Yeah. Golden Tate needs a, good, a big game. Yes, he needs to come up. Because if you if you he if knows he, Chicago is he able, too. Is he able, yeah, he does. And if he's able to do that kind of mid-game thing, yes, you know Tate, which he's good at, yes, that's going to be huge. Um, 
And another thing, Sean, that I noticed, if you cannot, you can't run a two tight end set against this defense. You can't do it because they'll eat you alive. Don't don't tear Nick Foles up if you run that type of set. So you think Goddard and and Earth can't be on the field at the same time? No, you can't. Hmm. They just can't do it. No, I, I, I'm sure they'll be doing yeah. it at some points. Yeah, but the reason why they're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you got to disguise it. Well, the reason why they're going to do it, how can how can you disguise two tight yeah, ends? You got to find a way. This man. they're going to do two, two, two tight end sets because of the fact that you have to block against these defensive line. You're going to have one tight end go out, one tight end stand in and block, or a running back stay back and not be involved in the play at all except for blocking. They're going to have to give help. The the, the Floyd and this defensive line is too good. You're going to have to well, give additional help. So the one running back that we have is quality picking up the. The, the rush, yes. Right. The littlest guy. Yes. The ageless wonder. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with this. The same score I gave on Wednesday night with fourth and go. I'm gonna say 23-16, and it's, it's gonna come down to last possession. Well, who you do know? you favor, bro? Oh, Eagles. Yeah, Eagles are gonna win 23-16 on the road. But it, it's gonna be tough, though, man. It's gonna be a, a grind. Is it weird that the Eagles are? Um, Six and a half point underdogs, and all of us are picking them. Well, you know what, fellas? This, this is just fucking great. The Eagles have to fight and battle to get past this team. And that's what you want. I want to see that. Yeah. Just fight. You know what I mean? Oh, don't come in and this one blows you out. That one blows you out. I want to see a fight. I want to see a battle. It's just great to have meaningful football, and it's great to have the Super Bowl champs right. back in the playoffs. I mean, three weeks ago, we just didn't see this coming. Now we get to enjoy it and talk yeah, about you get, it. Yeah, get, you get, get excited another, about yeah, it. You get another week of football. That's, a good, that's another good reason why it's a late game. Man, we get to sit here and, and you know, anticipate and enjoy it for another fucking. Right. The only thing we're missing for this game oh. is a fucking Yo, snowstorm. Hold on. What's yeah. up? What's up? Ryan's on yeah. the line. Ryan, oh, what's, what's up, bro? What's up, Ryan? What's going on, fellas? What's happening? Just talking some football. Yo, first beer. things first. First things first. Jared Goff's a boss. Yeah, he here is. we go. Overrated. He's an overrated cocksucker. Yeah, I think uh, even Gary walked that back a little bit. He said, "All right, bust is strong." He said he might be a little overrated, which he might be. He might be a little overrated, but boss—that's a strong word, bro. Yeah, and so what? Okay, they're 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 the second seed in the NFC. Like, uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's another topic. <laughs> all right. So, so, what do you what do you see happening? Uh, how if if you think the Eagles are gonna win, how do they do it? If if they're not gonna win, you know, whatever. But and then give your uh, prediction of the, of the of the Eagles game. I think this game comes down. I think the Bears defense is definitely gonna be the best unit on the field. I think this uh, what this game comes down to. It's hard fought. The Eagles keep it close to the fourth quarter, and honestly, the, the experience of this team, the magic of the quarterback, we keep it close. And Nick Foles drives us down and get a game-winning field goal. Eagles win seventeen fourteen. All right, pretty close low, to what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, low score. I mean, we all have them within a possession, right? Like all of us have them with absolutely. Yeah, this is man. not going to be. I don't see this game being a blowout. I think I'm the only one that has them nah, by seven. I think we're all. I think we're all biting our nails through the whole game. Absolutely, yep. man. What makes it anybody? Hey, that's what Jack Daniels is for, brother. There you go. Oh, you're not even going beer, huh? You going straight, Jack? Oh, it was good for the guy. Um, hey, what do you? 
Now, now, how do you think they win the game, though? Like, so that so they win this game 17-14, but but what happens? Like, what what do you see as the factor, like the size of the game? Like, what are they? What are, where are they successful at? Well, I think the defense shuts down the Bears' offense. I think the defense gets a defensive score, um, and then. You know, just at the end of the game, the score is tied 14-14. We got the ball. The Eagles go down, get the game-winning field goal. We go home, let's go to New Orleans. Yeah, I hear you. All right. So it's at least a tie game, though, so there isn't as much pressure as, you know, needing that field goal to win it or coming a win or loss game, huh? Well, I think it's one of them situations where, you know, we're running the clock down, we got the ball last, and falls – you know, get does what he's got. Like, look in the past. Like, even if you go back as far as the Raiders game last year at the end of the regular season, we needed that game to clinch. Foles did nothing the whole game. Yep. But when we needed to go score, he took us down the field, we got a field goal. I think it's kind of a situation like that, where Foles isn't going to lose us the game, and when we need him to do something, it happens. Yeah, you want speakerphones? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? What the fuck's wrong with you? Sounds like <laughs> shit. That's why. Is that better? Yes, thank you. Hey, well. I'm sorry. What's the first time being on the fucking radio? I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> it is. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is. Um, Get the pull pack so, out of your so mouth, let's, you let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the other games this weekend. Uh, that's what we went to bring Ryan off for. Um, and uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll go through the other games this weekend. Uh, start with Saturday's game. The first game is uh, Houston, right? It's Houston, first game. Houston and the Colts are the first game of the weekend, Saturday at, I don't know, 4 or something, 410 or something. You got it, Mike? Yeah, I, I had it. And then, is that, is that and then any... someone texted him and he lost his fucking. No, it, it's, it's. I am showing like you. You're fucking irritated, Tony. Yeah. What the fuck's your problem? I don't know. It, it's, it's got like 8,000 different lines on it. I just wanted to get one where it was just. Sean, Jesus Sean, fucking Christ, I got it. Sean's ball all right. bag's all full and swollen. Okay. <laughs> fucking irritated. One fucking fuck. thing. Is it, <laughs> all right, Colts. Isn't, he, isn't in Houston and Indianapolis to pick them? It's a, it's a one and a half uh, point spread. Houston's favorite at home. Uh, 4.35 is the start. Saturday night's the first game of the weekend. Uh, so here goes Andrew Luck going into Houston. Does Andrew Luck, the, the season he's had, does he return? Does he does he return to form? He he's done. He's had a quietly an unbelievable season. His numbers are phenomenal. Oh yeah, he's had a great season. Where does Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins take the cake here? What happens? I like Andrew Luck. You like, you like for the, the upset? Yes. Ryan, you'll go last. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. All right. All right. So I got the it being a Indy's uh, Houston's favorite by one. I said that. No, I thought you said pick them. Um, catch up, you fuck. <laughs> who am We're, I taking in this one? God damn it. Um, this is I'll what happens Houston. when you clock in for 20 hours. You motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Fucking right. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> when both of us are here, we're going to beat the shit out of this fucking guy. 
We have 40 hours missed between the two of them. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I ain't got to pay no benefits. Yeah, we're going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking wait till we're both here. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't even know what this thing was if it wasn't for me. I know, right? That's what I told him. I that's paved tall. the fucking way. That's all. That's Get the all right. fuck out of here, you <laughs> fucking... I kept the fucking seat warm for you. Hey, that's why I'm perfecting it. You're Make keeping it. my fucking seat hey. warm, motherfucker. You didn't get a hundred and some thousand downloads before I was here, you fuck. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, so funny. You guys have been over there. Quarterback sports was so long time before you, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> oh, God, it's so great. All right, Mike. What an asshole. All right, I'll take it, Houston. Um, I'll take it, Houston, by a touchdown. Mm. I'm going to say 27-20. I think uh, Houston's defense is really good. Andrew Luck uh, in his cr- morning, morning. Uh, Houston's uh, uh, defense is really good. They, they could get to Andrew Luck here. They can make him feel uncomfortable. I agree. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Houston here. Uh, the Colts just don't seem they they have a nice they, that rookie uh, linebacker is going. He's gonna, he should win Rookie of the Year. Uh, great player, but I, they just don't. I don't think they have enough to stop the Andrew Hopkins. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston here. Uh, and uh, and Ryan, what do you what do you think? Him, yeah, I know. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think I I honestly think this is the game of the weekend. I think this is going to be a highly entertaining game. Andrew Luck's going to play well. I think what the major factor here is, um, Ty Hilton is dealing with a an ankle thing. I think that's going to be a factor. I like Houston here, twenty four twenty one. Who gets the slacks? Hoagie Shack, whack it a game. What? What the fuck? All right, next game. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle travels to Dallas. This line's been traveling uh, also. Uh, this line's been moving around a little bit. It's Dallas by two now. Uh, Dallas favorite by two. Taking on Seattle. Seattle's red hot. What happens here? That's Gar- a Seattle line. Yeah, it is. Go ahead, Gar. You know, it, it hurts me to say, but I, I think Dallas gets this game. Wow. Yeah. Yes. All right. By three. Okay. I'm thinking uh, we'll say 27-24 Seattle. Three-point win for Seattle. Um, I, I think Seattle wins. I, I think Seattle's been red hot. I think Dallas is going to have a hard time with Russell Wilson. Um, I, I yeah, he he's, he tends to come up big in the playoffs, man. When he's when he's made the playoffs and uh, I I think he I think he's gonna take control. Uh, that that linebacker uh, for Dallas is, is a little banged up. He got hurt the last game of the year. What the fuck a, was he doing in? In a meaningless game. What a bunch of idiots. He, he's gonna play, they said, but he. I just think I don't know something What's about Seattle. Seattle's again? red hot. Vanderosh. Vanderosh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go Seattle here. What do you think, Rye? Yeah, I'm going to go Seattle 27-24. Wow. I think what this that? game comes down to, in a big game, who are you going to trust, Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about um, Dallas that makes them – I feel that they're a little bit overrated this year. Absolutely, Mike. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're not that – the defense is all right. Yeah, they, they should have finished with the same record the Eagles did, right? Nine to seven, right? right? They, you know, they, they almost get, lost they, to the Giants. Yeah, they almost lost to the Giants at the end with their starters playing, which is ridiculous. I just think Dallas advances. Remember, re- remember, this team did get hot, but remember, this is the same team that didn't know who they were when they were three and five, right? 
That's a good point. Amari Cooper comes. Amari Cooper comes in, throws a jolt of energy into the team. But you're seeing over the last couple of weeks, actually since the Eagles game, Amari Cooper is who Amari Cooper is. He's yeah. a guy to get you four or five catches a game, sixty yards. Except he's not the guy that puts up two hundred and twenty yards a game. Except, except when he's playing against Sidney Jones at the Eagles and he gets fucking two hundred and two yards. Yeah. All right, last last game because we obviously already put the Eagles. Um, what? No comment on that, bro. What? What Sean said about what, Sidney Cooper. Jones? Yeah, yeah. He knows it's true, right, Ry? Yeah, I'm, I'm. He's not looking too good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you? I, did, I was, were you listening when we said that? When we said that Markel Fultz he's and the Sidney Jones Fultz were both of the yeah. from Washington. He's, yes, he might not. And I agree with you. I agree with you, Mike. Washington should be wiped off the wiped <laughs> off the Philadelphia <laughs> yeah, fucking draft board. Yeah, that that's yeah. something, man. All right, last game before the Eagles game Sunday, one o'clock. Chargers, Philip Rivers. Oh, Ryan, you gotta stay on the on the line for this. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're got. And Baltimore. Baltimore's favorite by three. Baltimore beat the Chargers in the last San time Diego. they played in, in L.A. Oh, um, <laughs> A Wales vagina. Um, uh, Gary. What did you say? Wales vagina? Yeah, San, San Diego. Okay. I, I like the Chargers in this game. You said it's a Wales vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a battle. It's a fight. But uh, Philip Rivers comes up strong at the end. Okay. What do you think, Mike? Um, going to take Baltimore 17-10. I'm taking Baltimore, too. Uh, it's it's not a knock against Philip Rivers or the Chargers. Melvin Gordon's banged up, too. I just think that Baltimore matches up really well with this team. Um, the Chargers had a really good season. If the Chargers do somehow get past Baltimore – Look out. But Super Bowl. For, yes. Pop, wow. Yeah, I, I think they – because they can beat the Chiefs. and they can, I, Ryan, I agree with you. I think they can beat New England. I think they can beat the Chiefs. But this this matchup, because it's not always about who's the better team, like, coming out of the conference. It's, it's matchups. That's what that's what these – that's what games are, right? And for me, this game is not a good matchup for the Chargers. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be real close. I think it's going to be like a two-point game. But, yeah, I'm going to go Baltimore slightly. I think something weird is going to happen at the end of this game. I'm telling you right now, man, it's been a – it's a weird wild card. Like, I don't feel confident about any of these. No. What do you what do you think, Rye? I go with um, the fact that what we were just talking about, the um, Baltimore beat uh, San Diego – or Los Angeles, what the fuck <laughs> that was from. Um, but they beat them, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. The, the fact that they – The fact that they seen them three weeks ago – is why the Chargers win today, win, win on Sunday. I think they, they're going to have a book. They're going to have a game playing on Lamar Jackson. Right. I think Phelps Rivers gets back to form. He struggled the past couple weeks. Um, I like the Chargers here, 27-20. Cool. No, and I agree with you there. I mean, the Chargers should be a little more prepared for Lamar Jackson. That was the first time seeing him. That's true. Uh, and I don't think Lamar, Lamar Jackson is all that great. i got to be honest with you. I, I think he's – No, uh, no. I think he's taking it by storm like it's something new. Once there's a book on him, you're going to see what he really is. Damn, bro. It's a shame you're a part-timer because your insight's very fucking phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Gary, go drink another beer. <laughs> yeah, you should be drunk and passed go, out go, by go now. Take a nap right, so, on the porch. All right, so real, real quick, I don't want. We got a lot. Oh, we got a lot to get to before before we let you go, Ryan. Um, 
we had a little a little bit of a debate earlier today off the air. Mike is uh, Mike has always been kind of on the side of I don't think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. So Mike, why don't you plead your case first, and then we'll all go through it real quick. So I mean, I don't know the numbers, um, and the the thing that came up was the thing that came up on the thing on the, on the article that I read was that it said that Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, and then it kind of went on and said he's one and four in the um, in the playoff games that he's been in, or something like or four and five or something like that. He's only made one conference championship game in 12 years or whatever it's been. Um, he's made the playoffs five years in, what, 12? Five out of 12, I guess. Right. Now he's What's his record? Five and four six? And five or something like five that. Five and six or six and seven. He's won a game under 500 for his career in the playoffs. In the playoffs. He's okay. only made one conference championship. Um, How many head coaches have been, through, have been there through his career? There's been a few. Yeah, I mean, how many offensive coordinators? A few. And who's been his number one? Who's been his number one weapon except an aging tight end? He's got fifty-five thousand career yards and almost four hundred touchdowns. Keenan Allen and throwing it with Danian Tomlinson's nice. Keenan Allen, 50, who, who Keenan Allen, who can't play a full season. And Latanian fifty-five thousand yards and three hundred and seventy-nine touchdowns. That's hands down a Hall of Famer. There's not. It's not even a debate. I the, agree. The, the, you, you compare- the criteria for the criteria for it is forty thousand yards. He's got fucking fifty five thousand, and he's got another three years left in him. Well, I mean, the three years is his chance to prove it. But and I'm not even saying that he's. I I I haven't looked at the stats and compared it enough to figure out whether he's a Hall of Famer. I just I'm saying that. To some extent, he needs to be held accountable for the lack of success he's had in the playoffs, and it's not just everything else that's happened. He's had good defenses. He's had Tomlinson. He's, he's never had, had good defenses. Please, your case, uh, okay, Mike. Mike, that's a different argument, though. Now you're saying hold him accountable. Okay. That, like, he has some flaws. He does. But to say he's not a Hall of Famer, Mike, the numbers are there. Here, here's my argument. Because we were comparing McNabb and Rivers, and my thing was McNabb had a much, much easier path to the playoffs every year, a much easier path through to the conference uh, finals, which he lost four fucking times in his career. Um, then McNabb only has McNabb only has thirty seven thousand career yards too, and then Rivers did because that was the Patriots, the Steelers; those two teams were juggernauts. For years and, and years, and the Colts, and the, oh yeah, you're right with Phil, with uh, Manning. You're right. They had three juggernauts in that conference with the, with the Eagles. I, and I don't. I'm not discrediting McNabb. Do I think McNabb's a Hall of Famer? I, I already said no. I, I said <coughs> that. I said he's borderline. I think we all kind of agree yeah. on that. Um, but his his path to to those to those games was much easier than what for Rivers, Rivers had, and. There was one game where the fucking kicker with that asshole missed a fucking twenty-yard field goal, and they would have made it to the fucking conference championship that year. So like, that's not on yep. Rivers for, for kicker. That's you know, those teams were never never complete in my mind. And you're playing on a, sm- a small market. Um, you're you're playing for a city that didn't want you. You're playing for a city that wouldn't fucking release your stadium 
renew the lease on your stadium because they don't fucking want you. And they survived somehow for as long as they did because of Phil Rivers, to be honest with you. I, I think without Phil Rivers, the Chargers would have been out of San Diego years and years ago. I I, I don't think anyone yeah, would have... I think he. I think you put Phil Rivers on a team like the Steelers, say, he's got four or five rings. I think it's a lot, but I, I would say at least two. I mean, at least a couple. Oh, I think, maybe four or five is pushing it, but yeah, he's yeah. won a couple. I think he wins. Definitely, he definitely wins one or two. I, I think def, absolutely, yeah. I I don't know. Even the Giants, even the Giants, if that trade never happened, I know he doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Giants. You don't think so? No, he's a better quarterback than Eli. Man. Eli won two. Yeah, Eli, Eli won two with a Eli, Yeah, but Eli caught lightning in a bottle those couple years. Yeah, but I. Right, if you I don't look, like if Eli. You look at Eli Manning's career, Eli played the game of his life a couple times to win those games. I don't know if you can't say that Phil. Like that's like saying that Carson Wentz would have won the Super Bowl. Eli has gone Super Bowl or bust. So two times in his career he went to the Super Bowl. Every other time they either missed the playoffs or went first round and got knocked out. Right. He was a fucking Eli played two good like two like you said two games of his life and that was it. If Phil Rivers is there, you're getting much more consistency. I think your team's much more well-rounded. I think you're – I just think that – Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I just – I don't know. That's – that's Absolutely. My, Phil Rivers, through his career, basically, his team's put up 30 points a game. Like, with, I, with, I don't – With Keenan Like, Allen, I will never understand your argument on this. Never. Like I said, I haven't looked at the stats enough to know, but I know that – he has not had success in the playoffs. That's fine. Either did, either did Warren Moon. Right. Warren Moon's a whole thing. Either did Marino. Either did Man- Dan Marino. Dan Marino made the Super Bowl. One time. One time in 17 Once. years. One time. In his rookie year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He went the next 16 or 17 or 18 years without Yeah, I mean, the and we were talking about this on the text thing, but Dan Marino's in a different, in a different echelon. Well, we well you can't do both, Mike. Mike, you can't do both. You're saying he's got to be held accountable, but these guys didn't win anything either. Right. Well, Dan Marino. But you can't play both sides of that. The, the, the whole thing sucks because look at Troy Aikman's numbers. Troy Aikman's numbers aren't that great. Right. McNabb's, guys, number, McNabb's numbers are actually better, but because Troy Aikman has three rings, that's why he's in. Yeah, but isn't, isn't the biggest argument that – why Tony Romo doesn't deserve to be in because is because he's a choke artist and you guys think that he sucks. I never said that Tony Romo sucks, but Tony Romo is not on the same level as Philip Rivers by any means. Well, I don't know what by his numbers are. They're, dude, look him up. They're not even they're not even remotely close. I mean, I don't know if he hasn't played as many years or what it is, but I know that Tony Romo put up monster stats in the regular season on a couple different years and blew a lot of games late in the fourth quarter, which is something that Rivers does not do. I mean, I don't know if he doesn't blow games in the fourth quarter, but, I mean, obviously he didn't carry the teams to the championships. All right, Mike, do me a favor. Next week I'll be there. Look at Philip Rivers' numbers, and then we'll revisit this. All right. I'm, I'm looking up Tony Romo's stats right now. Uh, Tony Romo, for his career, threw for 34,000 yards. That's, Two, that's, that's, that's less than McNabb. Right. 248 touchdowns. To 117 interceptions. How many years was Romo in the league? Uh, count. 11. And how many was McNabb in the league? 
13 or 14. 13 but years. Like, Romo's in the league for 13 years. Since yeah, but he only he but he signed his first two or three years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's uh, his first two. Behind All right. So so so, so 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 uh, uh, behind Aikman, right? Wait. No, no, no. No, no. no it's 2004, 2005. No, he came in for Bledsoe. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, yeah. You're right. It was Bledsoe. Oh, yeah. Because 2004, yeah, Aikman's already gone. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm looking at Romo's stats. He's he pedestrian, dude. He was he had two years, thirteen and three, eleven and five, and twelve and three. So three years of twelve, twelve and three. Oh wait, yeah, twelve and three, thirteen and three, eleven and five. The rest of his career Paul, was, was eight. He was five hundred. Paul Rivers' numbers, Sean. Look at his look at his win percentage too. What is Rivers' wins percentage? Because that should come into play a little bit. Because he's made the playoffs five years, right? Or this is his sixth year of making the playoffs. And how many years has he been in the league? I'm bringing it up right now. <clears throat> um, now, granted, I know he's played in a tougher division, and that's a good argument. So when – and, of course, this is giving me different stats. I, I fucking – I swear to God, I hate uh, pro football or whatever fuck reference, whatever that site is. Yeah. yeah. Pro football focus. They change, they change the fucking uh, stats all the time. <clears throat> Like they change the site, like they they change what you, they want to give you or whatever. Win loss record. All right, here we go. Beer is good. His win loss record. Oh, Jesus, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to pull this up real quick. Let's talk about something else. All right. Um, That's something we can revisit next week. Here we yeah, go. I mean, One twenty-two and yeah. ninety-five. Five, uh, five sixty-two. Uh, five sixty-two winner percentage. So over five hundred. Not, not terrible. I mean, not. Spectacular. His passing yards, though. Whoa. Passing yards is big. Yeah. Jesus. Like I said, I haven't looked at his passing yards. West Coast, they 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 sling the ball a lot. It's a little bit different than than the East. You know, the NFC East. Looks like the little ones home. <laughs> All right, man. I know that well. well. All, right, All right, Ryan. Well, we'll we'll continue this conversation later. Yeah, yeah honestly, look at his numbers, Mike. We'll, we'll revisit it next week. All right. Uh, uh, All right, fellas. Especially, enjoy the rest of the especially night. Especially the Chargers win, we'll we'll have to bring this up. See you, yeah. brother. Well, I mean, that, and that's my, I mean, that's my whole point is when when the Chargers, if the Chargers end up winning and make a run now, then I think he's cementing himself more into that elite category. If the Chargers get past Baltimore, there's a good chance they go to the Super Bowl. I, I agree with that. I think they beat the Chiefs, and I think they can beat New England. If Rivers right. makes a Super Bowl, I mean, he's probably a Hall of Famer anyway. I mean, at this point, it seems pretty obvious that he's probably a Hall of Famer. But then he's going into that echelon of, like, first ballot type. If he can make a Super Bowl. Right. If he doesn't make a Super Bowl, I mean, that's got to count for something. Yeah. Uh, all right, real quick, let's run through it. Uh, coaching changes in the we league. Got, we got a lot to get to. Oh, yeah, we got a ton to get to. We got, there was a lot of coaching changes real quick. I mean, there's not really too much to talk about, but except for the fact that one of them really deserved it. <laughs> Marvin Lewis. Marvin Bobby Lewis got, got fired. Oh, they shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Same movie. Yeah. That should have been done years ago. He should have been fired seven years ago. Yeah. He's... He definitely should have been fired a few years ago when Pittsburgh and uh, 
The Pittsburgh the Bengals, Cincinnati, Cincinnati game with Burfitt knocked out Antonio Brown. We'll talk about that in a second too. Uh, knocked yeah. him out in the game and, and you know got. I guess he got suspended for like the first eight games of the next season or whatever. Did he get suspended for eight games? He got suspended hit? for like, yeah, he got suspended for at least the first couple, and then he did something else or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, that dude's a fucking head case. But he's he not in the league he, anymore. He should have got. Yeah, he's still in the league. Yeah, yeah. he, he should have been knocked out of the fucking. He should have been kicked out of the league. You know, or Marvin Lewis should have been fired. Then, yeah, I, I mean, I mean to say so. Um, Marvin Lewis, Adam Gaze, everyone wanted Adam Gaze here in town. Yeah, I was one of them. Um, Doug Peterson still the, better than Chip Kelly. Doug Peterson is the only coach remaining from that, from that class. From that class that's still that's still with the team. Um, yeah, how about that? All those guys. Yeah, Todd Bowles was fired. You know, no surprise there. But did you hear who they were interested in? The Jets. Uh. Josh McDaniels turned them down. Yeah, how about that? Dude, talk about what, the fuck what is his ball deal on this guy? I mean, I guess he's just waiting to take over the Patriots job. He's uh, going to wait for Belichick. I guess I don't. I don't know. But the the Jets are talking to Matt Rule. That's a Jets oh. move. Yeah, it is a Jets move. Uh, Baylor's. Well, Baylor Jet, came. Jets, Jets or Matt, uh, the uh, Baylor has not been very good this year. No, all. Baylor was better this year than they were last well, year. Well, I get. Like yeah. they went from like one win to like you know bowl eligible like. Six or seven, or like yeah. he, he turned it around a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's Baylor. I mean they're you Baylor. Yeah, it's not it's not the best program in the world, but oh, you know, not the worst either. He should have stuck with Temple. I'm gonna be honest with you. He oh, I would, with Temple. Yeah, absolutely. Temple but, would have had a better chance of making a bowl game than Baylor, even though you you know you lost a couple pieces. Yeah, but Baylor, but Baylor's a Big Twelve. It's, it's a Big Five conference. It's, it's, Temple's yeah, a stepping so they have stone. A better chance. Yeah, Temple is a stepping stone job to get into a Big Five conference. Um, it's been very clear. Adazio, Golden, right? Rule, Al Golden. Yeah. The, the fucking last I, guy. I, yeah. yeah, but the thing that sucks is that Matt Rule turned that program around. Turned Temple's football program around. Well, Sun Golden makes, kind of Sun. turned it around before that. They were already trending in the right yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. And then Matt Rule kind of like took them over the top. Right? Yeah. And they lost to Notre Dame, right? Is that how they played Notre Dame in the bowl game? No, they didn't play. They played them when they were like seven and one or something. Temple was, oh, that like was seven Halloween and one. that yeah. year. That's right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So they, they turn. He turns that around. He signs an extension, and then now nah, I'm take this job at Baylor and, and, and heads it off. Now the Jets are interested yeah. in him. I don't know if, the, if he's an NFL co- uh, coach, but we'll see. I, I hope so. I'm still rooting for the guy. I mean, like he, unlike some of the douchebags that coached Temple and were like. See you later. Rule came on like the radio stations was really excited, really happy, really seemed to appreciate Philly. And when he left, like there was like I, I I heard the interview. We actually interviewed with Anthony, and I heard the interview with him and Anthony Gargano, and he was legitimately like, "Man, this is tough. This like this is really gut wrenching. Yeah, I gotta do what's best. It's I know it's the right move, but damn it, does it suck? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, total Raiders move. <laughs> Mike Mayock has been hired as their GM. Mike Mayock, the announcer. Mike Mayock. Who, who, he's not just an announcer. That's I mean, funny. They, he's had no. They got the announcer from yeah. the, the Monday Night Football, and now the, <laughs> no, uh, you know, no front front office experience. But Mike Mayock spent a lot of time within teams, and um, you know, absolutely has has experience of scout players. Right. So I'll, I'll give him that, but. That's a total Raiders move. Raiders are a mess. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Mike Mayock was the first one I heard that was on Carson Wentz. Like, yeah, this guy's the real deal. 
Well, it's interesting, though. Mayock, whoever they get, they got three first-round picks. Now, it didn't work out real well because they're going to be two picks in their 20s with, to go with their pick. So, I mean, I'm sure that they were hoping that those picks were going to be in the teams. Right. Or better, but. So, John Gruden and Mike Mayock together. And who's that quarterback that fucking John Gruden brought in? Well, no, Derek oh. Carr's going to be there. No, it's Carr, but they brought in um, fucking uh, Peterman from yeah. the Bills. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Mr. Peterman. Yeah, fucking Peterman. Peterman. Mr. Peterman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. But uh, let, yeah. let's, let's talk about this real quick. Um, Stuck in the fucking Orient. Before we change sports finally, Jesus. Yeah, Antonio that? Brown. Dude. What a mess that is. Dude, is it like, is there something that says like, when you become an NFL wide receiver, you have to be a diva? Are they the only ones that especially like? Especially when you're a Pittsburgh Steeler. Well, yeah, that's too. We were actually my dad and I were talking about this. Who was it? Who was it that started? Was it Burris that started the diva? Like that were like the star that started the diva? Yeah, I think Burris is probably the first one. And then I it was what Bur- Mike I Wallace. I don't know if Burris was the. F- and then Mike Wallace was definitely next. The Mike Wallace. I, I forgot. Mike that Wallace had. Like, had he a was really good, big, and then he was. Yeah, Mike Wallace had the big time holdout. Like there was a major issue with him and the Steelers. Steelers like we're and not. It was really, we're not and he was really paying. good too, right? Yeah. But and, doesn't and, it make you think about what's causing these players to sour against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, Pittsburgh Steelers don't don't take shit. Their their well, organization I mean, runs the shit. You had Le'Veon on your contract and Le'Veon Bell, and now you got yeah, the, yeah, Antonio Brown. The entire the entire. Hog that ran that offense is gone. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, who who basically were the two guys on that team that you looked at and you matched up as a defense and went, oh shit. Yeah. Both of them, and they're both gone. Yeah. They're both gone. Now Juju's coming. Juju's coming around, and that's the thing with Pittsburgh. They always have the next guy they waiting in the wings. Well. They draft James Conner, and now Juju, right? Yeah. Juju, I look. Juju Smith-Schuster is not Antonio Brown. Antonio, he's not a slouch. Either. He's not a slouch, no. but Antonio Brown is. Antonio Brown's he's elite. the best receiver in the league. If he's I, not I, the best, he's. I'm on the next. I, you want to go Hopkins? You want to go Julio? You can make an argument nah, for those. I'm, I'm but going I, Antonio I, Brown. I'll still go Antonio Brown. He quit. I, I can't argue with though, Sean. He quit. Well, and here's the story. He I, walked I out. Did you hear about Ryan Clark? No. Ryan Clark, former uh, safety of the Steelers, he's now working for. I did hear a little bit about NFL this. Network, I think now, or ESPN. He's yeah. worked for one of the fucking stations. Uh, analyst. And uh, Ryan Clark was a good player. Ryan Clark was on the team when Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown were on the team still. And Mike, it, was, it was the year So it went, it went Barris, and then Wallace replaced Barris because they were on the same team together. Then it was Wallace who became the and star. Also, and then uh, Brown was, was on the team, and Brown replaced him. Too. I feel like there was one more. Well, Martavius Bryant, too, was there for a little while. Are we talking yeah. about the Wallace problems. that's on the Eagles yeah. roster? Mike that's Wallace. still the same Mike Wallace. It's like 10 years later, isn't yeah. it? Wow. So Mike Wallace was informed that they weren't going to resign him. And that was when Wallace was starting all the trouble. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm putting up these big numbers. Like, no, you want all this money? We're not paying you. <clears throat> Apparently, according to Ryan Clark, Antonio Brown's walking around the locker room going, that's because I'm, I'm the guy. I'm the franchise of this team. That's why no they're going to pay me. They're going to pay me. That's why you're out. And it really turned some guys off. And Ryan Clark, you know, he's out of the league now. So, like, he, he's going to come out and say this. He's looking like he's a fucking diva. And I, I brought this up. I don't know if it was on the air or before the show with the fourth and go guys, but I was like, look, here's a guy who bought out, went out, got paid, went out and bought a, a, a silver and, and gold Rolls uh, Royce. 
Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> to drive around Pittsburgh, of all cities. Pittsburgh's the most fucking yuppiest fucking city you'll ever be in. There's nothing there anymore. There's nothing there. Shitsburg. It's fucking that. Put your french fries and sauerkraut in your fucking burgers, you fucking weirdos. Oh, they do have a burger called the Roethlisberger. Yeah. Does it rape you? No. And then Roethlisberger. It does and then lies to you. And then Roethlisberger comes out and, and, and throws throws Antonio Brown under the bus. Well, like, apparently he, Roethlisberger and Brown got into the argument. That's what started this whole thing, week 17, with him sitting out. Hey, he got into an argument with him. Yeah, so Brown, Brown, um, I guess he wasn't getting, he was just had a huge week. And he had like, yeah. Yeah, no, didn't show for practice. And then he had a huge week, week 16. I don't get He it. walked yeah. out. And then left halftime. It's week 17. He, he, he walked out on his team. He said, I'm done. I'm done. You're He's, done? Then you're going to stay where you're at. So they have to trade him, right? Yeah. Mike Tomlin has to trade him. They, they can't, you can't keep a guy who doesn't want to be on the team right. who, who calls this much of a commotion. How can you bring Antonio Brown back with Roethlisberger and whoever else? Do you remember he yeah. started the same shit at the beginning of the offseason? He did. He's going to hold out. Yes. Last year. Last year, not this yeah. year. He got paid. Right. It was last year because he got last paid. year got paid. Which the Steelers never do. The Steelers never extend contracts when they're still active. They never do that. They did it for him. And he spit in their, he spit in their fucking face. Yeah. It's because interesting, he, though. Like, I just don't like – so what What was it that, like, him and Roethlisberger were arguing? Like, Roth, like Brown had a huge because game. Because he feels that Roethlisberger and Tomlin have too close of a relationship. He doesn't like the fact that they're, they're like this. And, you know, he, he just doesn't like it. He feels he, that whatever coach says and whatever Roethlisberger says, that's what goes. That's and, because he's not the center of a fucking tension. But he's a fucking wide receiver. The like, quarterback's you don't run, a leader. You don't run yeah. the fucking team, dude. Yeah. So – um, why, yeah, and then, why, you know what? It, it's yeah. it. There might be something to the fact that there's a leadership problem there because when Le'Veon Bell held out, apparently all the players on the team went into his locker, raided his locker, and sold all of his shit. Yeah, and oh, like yeah, bragged they, about they it. Completely, and shit. yeah, went, went crazy. Why don't we talk about another player that could be causing problems? And this one's locally. Ugh. Oh man, so we're shifting gears. Jimmy Butler. So so before we get to the news that broke today, Ugh. earlier in the week. Jimmy Butler announces to, I forget who it was, basically said, next contract's probably my last contract. I don't see myself playing past up to, I don't see myself playing at 35 years old. Your prerogative, right? right. Do you have a problem with, I don't have too much of a problem with that. I'm okay. I like one, except for one thing. You're a free agent at the end of this year. Uh, you're going for your last contract, and, and you're now to Sixers property now. Okay, because he has a player option he can opt out of, right. which he will. Right. And the Sixers will probably sign him a max deal, you right. think. Right. Well, you did think. Um, it ain't happening now, man. So that that's going on. I have a problem with the fact that you're announcing this before you uh, you sign your last contract. I have a problem you're announcing this six years before you're, you're – thir- or five years before you're 35 years old. Where you're basically putting a number on your career. Like, who does – like, my whole thing is who does that? Because these other guys are looking at him going, this guy's already thinking about fucking quitting. That's my thing. That's how I would think. I'm only playing, I'm not playing case 35. And I'm looking at him going, well, you know, why am I going to work my ass off for you? You're already thinking about your yeah. end of your career. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But that's how I would. That's well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think that maybe he's thinking, you know, I'm going to. Grind it out and work my ass off for those five years and give everything I have and then know that I left everything on the court. 
Um, which, which that's, and you're not. I, yeah, that's good. Yeah. But and you're not playing. You know, any other players aren't playing for him. They're playing to win a championship. They're playing for the logo on their shirt. Not. Are they though? I don't know about today's NBA. I gotta be honest with you. Today's, well, today's NBA is a mess. I mean, that's what I mean. Li- today's like, NBA. I don't think they are playing. Am for I logo wrong on their in shirt. saying that everywhere Butler's been, there's been an issue? Well, no. no. I mean, that's that's that was part of the risk in getting them. We all kind of seen that as part of the risk. <laughs> no, I I agree. It, it's been it's Chicago and Minnesota, and and now you got the national media kind of going. Uh, what's going on? Is with he this? uncontrollable? Like everyone's like. You know what's going on here? ESPN's all over. Of course they would be. Yeah, they like fucking love cancer. it. They love the fucking drama. That fucking station. Right. It's news, brother. Well, it is. It's it's, it's drama. News. It's it's and ESPN's the ones that it gets rated. They reported well. it. Yeah. They're the ones that reported it, which is so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting dynamic. It is. It's coaching a team is really difficult. The other thing that Brett Brown now has to do, and has to do, and it's becoming more and more difficult is one of the more difficult things you have to do in the NBA, managing egos. He has to manage three egos now. Well, what happened today, Mike? Speaking of so, one of the egos. Um, well, before oh, we even get man. into today, we could talk about what happened three days ago. Joel Embiid goes up oh, for a yeah. rebound. Yeah. And Ben Simmons Ooh, crashes into him. Suck. Hits him in the face, same side of the face where his orbital burn broke last year. And then Bede, the opera. And then Bede, Bede screams, fuck. Fuck! Yeah, and then he goes the off court. and says something about... Um, what's he doing going for a fucking what's rebound? What's he doing going for a fucking rebound and stuff? Ben Simmons is close to a triple-double at that point. Ben Simmons is maybe trying to pad his stats. Joel Embiid likes his stats. Right, right. Stop for maybe, the one Maybe, But maybe, I mean, honestly, we've been on the court. You don't always know who's around you. Right. He sees the ball, he's going up to get it, and then Bede's on his... Right, his left side. Maybe Simmons. Maybe didn't he didn't see, see him. him. Right. Who knows? Whatever the case is, that blew over because both of them kind of just said, "Like, look, it was in the heat of the moment. I was pissed." And then, and Simmons just said, "Look, you know, I'm told to crash the boards. That's that's my, that's that's his my job. job. That's yeah. what he does." So, you know, that blew over. But it's you know, two high caliber players fighting to make a play. Right now, was it overblown? Probably. Accidents happened, but Embiid's reaction was a little. Unjustified. I gotta be honest with you. Like I, I think he's, but that's just the way he is. Sean. I love. I look. I, that's how me, he is. Don't get me wrong. I love Embiid. I, get I it, love. I, get him, it. I love. Him, I love. Him. I think he's a. He's he's the best player on his team, and he's one of the best players in. The he's a guy league. you yeah. build a franchise around. Absolutely. Um, if, if you gave me the choice, and you held a gun on my head. Who am I keeping? I'm keeping Embiid. Yeah. Right. Right. And even we, though, you weren't saying that a year ago. Everybody was on Simmons. Keep no, Simmons. E- and even though I'm sitting there looking at Embiid going. Shit, this guy might only last six years in the league. I'm still gonna go for him because he dominates a game. He's the only player in the Sixers that dominates a game. I gotta be honest with you. Yes. Uh, and I love I love Butler and I love Simmons, but they don't they don't take over a game like MB does. No. There's a sour chemistry on this team, man. There's something going on, man. I'm 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 legit concerned. Uh, there's a little bit of worry. I mean, Embiid's spoken out about not feeling like he wasn't in the offense enough. Now Butler is kind of apparently berated the coach Today, in in a yeah. film study about not getting the ball or something like that. So um, I don't think it's quite time to hit the panic button. Um, I'm not ready to jump off a bridge. I'm not ready to jump on the ESPN drama train that this you know is blowing this out of proportion. 
However, I mean, is it that bad or is the media souping it up to make it worse than what, what it is? What well, doesn't the media soup up to make it worse than it is? That's just from, what I'm asking, Bronco. From ESPN, Butler has been vocal and contestant of Brown and his system, including a recent film session in Portland, which some witnesses considered disrespectful and beyond normal player coach discourse. Brown has told people within the organization he has no issues with that exchange and has considered it within the confines of the relationship that he's developed with Butler. So the way I take it, I got to be honest with you, I think this this situation. It's concerning. No, I think this situation this is, so is being blown up. Right. I think this is being blown out of proportion. This is like, hey, coach, I think I should be blah, blah. And it's it. it I don't think get it me went, the damn ball, coach. What do, you know? I'm, yeah, I don't. You know, call some fucking plays for me in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, give like me that. the ball in the. And, I now, need more what, minutes what on the, the court. What was the game? What was the game at the end of the game? They went to over. Oh, it was the, uh, the Reddick, Christmas game? Yeah. No, it was Christmas game. The uh, Reddick, where Reddick missed. Where the shot. Reddick now, granted, is giving Reddick's the ball. Gotta, Reddick's got to hit that shot. It's a mid-range shot. I know that he's not the first option, but Reddick that's a shot shouldn't even been on the court. Yes, he should. He's a. T- he's one of the five best players that they have. Of course, he should be on the court. Reddick has a mid. Reddick is your best Reddick shooter. Is, and Reddick's your best shooter on the team. Man. Reddick's your best shooter on the team, and he has a mid-range shot. He's the one who's most likely going to make the shot. Butler's right. second, but I don't necessarily like Reddick's Reddick had to make that shot. It, that's on yeah, him. Yeah, look, I'm not going to fault the dude. I mean, they 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 put themselves in that position uh, that night. Um, Christmas Day, right? Right. It was Christmas Day. Uh, but I think that the fact that Reddick is the one you're giving the ball to when the game's on the line. Like, I know I love Reddick. I don't, why you're not not, posting, I don't not know who, why you're not posting up on beat. I don't right. know why you're that's not That's the having, point I was getting at. You had plenty of time on the clock. Or, I don't know, you know, and they say, I know that Simmons can't shoot, but why are <laughs> you He's not, been shooting jumpers He's lately. shooting jumpers a little bit more now. But Simmons can get to the – he can get to the uh, – You have two guys. He can yeah. drive, and, and he Bede, can – Simmons And Butler can get drive, too. Drive. Butler can drive. And not Butler only can, can Butler spot, drive, Butler might be the best – Guy at driving and drawing fouls on the Sixers, or and he can step back and shoot too. He can spot up and so, shoot. So, like, but then you hand it off to Reddick. Reddick and I'm like, uh, now a bigger thing, a bigger concern to me, and they're going to be my SSC. So we're going to do that next um, of the I, week. I first one of 2019. A lot of get to. It's going to be the Sixers against Phoenix, up 30 fucking points. And almost lost it. Not almost lost, but they almost gave up the lead. With Butler and Chandler out, their bench, but they need they still, need to get they a bench. They do need to get the bench, but you're up 30 points? Yeah. This has been their and pedigree Cle- for and, over and two Phoenix years, terrible. man. That's a coach thing. That's been their pedigree That's, for over two years. I agree with the co- I agree with the bench. I, I completely agree with Mike on that. But Jesus, really hold the ball longer. Yeah. You know, hold it longer. Don't take shots right away. Hold the ball. It's just turn over the bad, making You're bad up decisions. By thirty, let it go. Stop turning the ball over. Rushing plays. That's Simmons. I'm That's still, I'm still worried. You know, I'm still not sure about Brett Brown. I mean, it's, he's been in the league so long, and I don't, I'm not saying that he's Brett the Brown. worst. I'm not saying he's the worst coach. I'm not saying that he's bad, but They're he hasn't, he hasn't showed me, he hasn't shown me anything that shows that he's really good but either. If you plug someone else in this spot. With these three-star players, are they going to do any worse? He's been here for a little while, man. Yeah. It's just I think it's getting stale. But that's the big question, right? Is it getting stale? 
Is it is it getting stale? Is it does it have to do with him? I'm asking. Well, I mean, the first four years don't count because they didn't they didn't matter. They were tanking. So this is really the first two. So, I just I just think I that know. if you plug another coach in this position, if they're doing anything different, if they're doing any better or worse than what Brett Brown's doing, I don't think that another coach is doing worse. With the talent you have, yeah, talent wins, right? In the NBA, talent now, wins. Now, however, look at that joke of a fucking coach in Cleveland. However, John Leguizamo looking motherfucker. <laughs> however, he thing, sucks. The thing is, John Leguizamo. He looks like John Leguizamo. What's his name? Out in Cleveland, that coach. Cleveland? Yeah, I don't the, know. The Cavaliers. That fucking. I don't know. I, they, they just. No, not Cleveland. Miami. Oh, sorry. Miami. Yes, yeah, Spolstra. Yeah, Spolstra. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, Eric Spolstra. That's who I thought Spolstra. you were talking I'm about. Sorry. I'm, like yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cleveland's changed coaches already. Eric Spolstra looks like fucking John Longozano. Look, I'm in Miami. What does that tell you? So here's here's the deal. Call me drug dealer. Could could a coach? I don't know. <laughs> could a co- could a coach better manage the egos that are on this team though? Does Brett Brown do a decent job with the egos and everything else? Which is the other piece of, of this? Is he good with that or not? I don't know. I don't know if he's good or bad. But that's a concern. So, yeah, like like what you said, like th- did he handle the Butler situation? I think he handled the Butler situation really good. I think him saying, "Hey, I," he wants to say anything. If if he wants to, that's what you tell the media. If you're telling Butler. Don't ever do it again and call him into the office. But you're not going to tell the media that. You're going to tell the media. No, you're not, no, no, you're not going to say. You're not going to tell the media that it was on call for any. You're going to tell the media, no, no, this is what I want. I want guys that get fired up and stuff like that. I love the passion and stuff like that. I, but want I mean, him there's, there's high caliber free agents that just don't want to come here. They just don't. Well, why? Well, LeBron James didn't want to come here because he wanted to go to LA. Right, right. He, he clearly. I just wanted to bring up something real quick about the Eagles-Bears game. I forgot to mention this. I thought it was really funny. You know, Chris and Kyle Long are going at it. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. The brothers. So, so, so they're they're going at it on Twitter? Or they're, they're well, yeah, shit. Kyle Long. Well, that's great, man. Kyle that's Long that. says. Uh, that's two brothers, man. He, he was clowning on his uh, brother. Uh, he basically said, uh, he, we're, not re- we're not related anymore. Right? So Chris, <laughs> Chris Long responds. That little quote-unquote joke wasn't funny to my two-year-old son, Waylon, who saw this on his timeline and was devastated. Said, two-year-old son? <laughs> said Uncle Kyle has now been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been going at it, so which is great. And it was funny because on Fox, after the game, the banter between they, two they looked at Howie, yeah. and his, Howie Long, and they said, what are you going to do? And Howie's like, and straight hands patting on the back. Figure it out. And he turns around and he goes, why are you patting on me on the back? He said, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, this is brutal. <laughs> so, honestly, I think I think he's going to pull for Kyle because Kyle doesn't have a ring. Yeah. All right. That makes That's sense. what I think. But, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, good. May his train crash, too, then. <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> Fucking what? Howie Long. Jesus Christ, yeah, Gary. Yeah. Fuck what the, what the fuck? Fuck him. You guys have SSCS? I sure do. You go first. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! My my semen swallowing cocksucker is Doug Peterson. What? For making the making the decision oh. to start Sayamalo over Wisniewski. Oh, here we in, go. In Philadelphia, everything tastes better with Wiz. 
No, I actually don't. It's a bad choice, it's brother. True. I actually don't like Wiz. What do you mean? It's, it's been quality since he's been back. I'm talking Start. about cheese Wiz. Oh, okay, Jackass. <laughs> I agree with you, though. I don't agree with yeah, the call. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with the call. I think that's I hate, calling him Stephen Pollock's concept is a little extreme. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you, you didn't little, expect yeah, that from yeah. me, did you, bro? Getting a little rough over there. <laughs> Mike, you got one over there? No, not yet. You don't? Give me, give me some time. All right, so I got one. You know what? Mike, I got one for you if you don't have one for me. I, right. I got um, If you don't, right, I got one. Yeah. Uh, you I, do? All right. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! I'm just, off the top of my head, just going to go with the Flyers. Just completely, like, wow. shitting it's the bed true. and sucking and just being... Talking about imploding. You know what? Just, that, that's our Flyers talk for tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, they're just... They're they just, don't deserve nothing else. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, 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 they're just atrocious right now. They they continue to lose. They're they're. I don't really even pay that much attention to them. They're... My wife and I are at the game yesterday. It's you poor bastards. We're fucking bo- like two periods. They're down four nothing, and I'm looking, and she's I'm so sorry. I said for what? Because this is one of the more, uh, more exciting games. It's not your fault. They suck. But you know what? They man, score three goals you're, you're, in a you're, you're, three and a half minutes, and all of a sudden they make it a game. You're a true fan, bro. And they lost. You know, they ended up losing five three, but they made it a game. It was like all right. They made it exciting. Why was Norworth in there? Actually, you know, you know the most exciting thing was? <laughs> Trying to belch. Spit it out, The most Mar- exciting Mar- thing was? Lauren Hart's son playing in the Mites on Ice. Yeah, Mites on Ice for the first time. He scores a goal and he gets interviewed. I've seen that video. And it was the best interview ever. Like, nice. Ever. Yeah, he had, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. She I, had a thing on top of the video. I sure wish my dad could have been here to yeah, see this. Yeah, I, I talked to her. I, I, I talked to her about it. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was, that was awesome. awesome. Yeah, that was the best part of the game, honestly. Yeah. Mike, what does that say? The Mites on Ice is the best part of the Flyers game right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the best part of the Flyers, like, what the Flyers are marketing more than anything else is a fucking mascot. And a scary-looking <laughs> one at that. <laughs> Yo, Gritty's fucking hysterical, I love, man. I do love Gritty, gotta be honest. He's great. My SSCS. Yes. Seeming like swallowing cocksucker all the he week. He looks like Scott and this is why. You <laughs> he does. I'll punch you in the mouth. I'll smack like you in the so. mouth. I'm Neil Diamond. My SSCS is LeBron James. I, and I honor, I, honorable mention was us for not believing in the Eagles. All right. Because we we should have believed they were going to make the playoffs, right? But uh, LeBron James is my SSCS. Well, we're analysts, man. Uh, no, we're not. We're a bunch of Dude, assholes. Dude, you, you motherfucker. Oh, we're analysts. Dude, you fucking kill us. How could you ever pick against the Eagles, was, you fuck That was you. awesome. Well, we're analysts. You, oh, you fucking, dude. What, you're, you're fucking, whatever way the wind blows on any given fucking day is which way it's you're going. Unicorn. God damn it. Shut up, Mike. Oh, you suck. <laughs> The, the worst that your comeback is shut up, Mike, because you got nothing. Because you know <laughs> that was right. awesome. That was great. So LeBron James self-proclaims himself as the greatest to ever play uh, in the NBA. I thought you were saying because he was courting people. No, 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 no. I don't. Enough of that cock. You know what? Enough. I don't care about that. He's going to do what he wants to do. You want to go to L.A.? You're going to go to fucking L.A. anyway. If LeBron James is there, you're going to go to L.A. anyway. If Paul George, Chris Paul, whoever the fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm worried about my team. Fuck Build that guy. our team up. And let's see what happens. I don't care about that. LeBron James courting himself as the best player that ever played the NBA. 
he basically he said self-centered selfish prick now he's always the, been that way he's, he's no, you know what he he's he, he hasn't been so vocal over it though Mike. no and, and that's the thing like he was always kind of are you sure he was always kind of timid about it. he was like oh well you know and, and i always thought he was the passive he aggressive that, kind of op- like donovan mcnab type guy when he opened that school nah you know what you're, mike you're not you're not wrong i'm not telling i'm not saying you're wrong here you're not but when he opened that school in the off season for his kids that made, you fucking, poor kids that made your heart feel like, wow. Yeah, like, you know what? Maybe, I'm not saying he's not a good dude, but he's a, he's a pretentious cocksucker. But and that's why he's the... Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And I'm not you, making, you don't call yourself the greatest ever. And he said he... he it said, is a douchebag move. He, I'm, not gonna, I'm not denying that. He said he looked at himself after the comeback uh, finals winning against the Warriors three years ago and said... That's when I knew I was the greatest player to ever play the game. I'm going to play you guys a clip. Fuck that guy. This is, in my mind, still to this day, the greatest player of all time. Of course. Michael Jordan, and this is what he said. And if you disagree with this, and even the LeBronites out there, if you disagree with this and you feel like Michael Jordan's response to this wasn't the best response of all time, then you're just the fuck you're 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 seeing LeBron colored glasses and you want to suck his fucking cock. Oh, is it bigger than Nick Foles? No. Here you go. Listen to this. If you care about being called the greatest basketball player ever, does that does that matter? Do you want that? Um, I don't want it in a sense because I think it disrespects Will Chamberlain, uh, Jerry West. All the guys that prior to me, I never had a chance to play against. You know, what everybody's saying I am, I never had the chance to compete against other legends that that was prior to me. Um, When I hear it, I cringe a little bit because, you know, it's it's a little bit embarrassing because no one knows. You know, I never had the chance once again to play against those guys. You know, um, I would love to have played against them. But I never did, you know. And for you to say that I'm better than him, I mean, it's your opinion. You know, it's their opinion. I accept that as their opinion. If you ask me, I'm, I would never say that I, I'm the greatest player, you know. And that's because I never played against all all the people that represented the league prior to Michael Jordan. If, God if damn, that's this not is the com- best fucking response, this is ever. coming from one of the, uh, the arguably the best players in NBA history. Yeah, but all right, so. I'll do the counter-argument, even though I'm Switzerland and always neutral, you fuck. <laughs> um, my counter-argument is Jordan is a, well, I mean, LeBron's in his 30s now, too. Jordan's a little bit more elder, a little bit more tactical in his responses, a little bit more, has grown up a little bit more to figure out a tactful response to that question. Um LeBron's been told since he was 12 years old that he's going to be the best ever. You know, told he's great, and, you know, he believed it since he was 12. Fuck um, LeBron James. So, I'm not going to say that, but I, I don't know, man. I just, I, it, it, it totally sours me. No, I mean, who the fuck do you think you are? You didn't, you're playing in an era where you can't touch somebody. Back then, you used to beat the shit out of each other, choke each other out and shit on the court. And it, you know LeBron. The way LeBron is, as big as he is, he would have been a fucking bitch back in the seventies. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would have fucking wow. I was just thinking the same over guy. his fucking ass. 
He would have fucking rolled over his ass. I, I don't want to hear this. I'm the best ever. Yo, Fuck you remember you. that movie he was in with fucking... <laughs> Bruce Lee? Game of Death. Big fucking footprint. Game of... Yeah. He kicked him. He had a big... <laughs> you see dust go everywhere. That's when I... Uh, Bruce Lee was wearing the uh, yellow, 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 yellow and black, and that's one of the few scenes Bruce Lee actually filmed in that movie because Bruce Lee died prior to that movie coming out. Yes. He he got done filming End of the Dragon. He was still filming Game of Death, and he died. So what they did was they cropped scenes of yes. other movies in, and then they got a stunt double who looked nothing like fucking Bruce Lee, but they got him in there, and you're like, oh, that's so not Bruce Lee. But that fight scene with, with Cream is, is, is him. And that's one of the best fucking fight scenes. His of. whole chest was covered in a foot. <laughs> he chokes him out, I think. Yeah, yeah, he chokes him out and kills him. Yeah, Bruce Lee's end. got him. The best Bruce Lee fucking fight scene ever, though, was uh, Chuck, Norris. Chuck Norris when he rips his chest hair yes. out. That's <laughs> that's Return of the Dragon, which is confusing because End of the Dragon's after Return of the Dragon, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I could take it you're a Bruce Lee fan little as well. A little yes. bit, yeah. 1973, man. When I was a kid, I was a year old when that yeah, movie came out. When you when you blew in the uh, what the fuck are they called dandelions and you blew and make a wish. Remember that? My wish was to bring Bruce Lee back. I was eight years old. I was I was wishing to bring Bruce Lee back <laughs> from the dead. Wow. Yeah, zombie Bruce Lee. Yeah. We'd be all be fucked. Yeah, absolutely. And that is song. You know what? You're right. You're right, dude. I was yeah. Uh, speaking of deaths. Dude, I, this, that was not planned, but... Um, what a perfect segue. This guy um, just died, and it, it fucking blows, but... This fucking guy. You want to talk about announcers? Announcers of all time? For you good people here in the Bay Area, the World Wrestling Federation returns to San uh, Francisco. Yeah. And the Cow Palace. You know what? I talk August some shit when they were talking about I, I can't like trash him. Kevin O'Brien looking forward to this one. At a what a legend, race. man. It's truly... Going to be a sensational, sensational evening of World Wrestling Federation action. 7.30 p.m. How about this? Billy Jack and Ken Patera as a team to meet Demolition. Later on, Brutus the Barber Beefcake has his eyes on Danny Davis. This man, heavyweight champion of the world, has his sights set on Killer Khan Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Title defense for you here in the Bay Area at the Cow Palace on August 25th. This killer con, everybody, I think, knows what's happened in the past between you and him and you and Mr. Fuji. Well, we're a nation that's used to being at war, Mean Gene. Vietnam 20 years ago, blow my brother's legs off. We welcomed him back home. Whether his arms, the sight, or his vision, anything was taken from him. We loved him because they're Americans, and we welcomed him back home. So was the same when killer con sniffed that green Mongolian swap in my eyes. The Hulkamaniac. Me. They walked for me. They loaded the bar for me. They fed me, man. And that meant full-scale war killer con. And you know who laid the battle plan out, Mean Gene? I'd like to hear who it might have been, Hulk Hogan. It was a 16-millimeter man, Ollie North. He sits around the territorial boundaries, seeking to buy con from Fuji. But don't beat him in the center of the ring. Shred him apart. Shred the evidence. That'll lure Fuji into the combat zone, make him tremble from head to toe. All right, the war is on. Side of the fence, Hulk Hogan at the Cow Palace. Coming up on the 25th of August, Killer Khan to challenge. Come back <laughs> hey, Hulk Hogan, oh, first of all, Hulk Hogan came out when I heard that Mean Gene Oakland died at oh. the age of 71 yes, yeah, yesterday. Um, 
Hulk Hogan was the, was the first tweet I saw, and he said he was he was the, my greatest partner. Wow. He, it, like, I was his best friend, you know? And he, and he came out and had this big thing about it. Like, uh, you know, they never scripted anything. Um, they just came out and did it. He said, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this, and they just won it, and that was it. And me and Gene knew, like, what, what are you going to think about now, Hulk Hogan? Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. You know, that whole thing. And Macho Man, and you wanted me to bring out the Macho Man one. Oh, yeah. I think Mean Gene was scared of Macho Man. Like, he, like, if you, oh, shit. Like, he backed off. But Mean Gene Oakland passed away, man. And he was uh, a fan of wrestling or not. You knew who Mean Gene Oakland was. Mean Gene was, was the fucking man. And <laughs> as soon as he died, I'm not going to lie, I thought about. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Sean. I made my comment. So no, no, no. This is not mean, but uh, we did a, a three. I guess three years. We did a run to the ring, uh, random fucking pub crawl here in Philly. It was me. Mike was a part of it. A couple of our friends. Uh, I think Ryan came one year. Right? Is that when you Ryan just came his... one year? Ryan was going to come as Bam Bam Bigelow. Is that right? when you were Gold Dust? One year. Yeah. I was Macho Man for. The fr- I was. I was regular Macho Man one year, and I was NWO Macho Man the other year. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then in the third year, I dressed up as fucking Gold Dust. What about you, brother? Who are you? He was Vince McMahon. I, I just think. dressed up in a suit. Yeah, yeah. he dressed up in a suit. He's Vince McMahon. So, I mean, what happened was the first year that um, that they did it, I had a wedding to go to. But before the wedding, I'm like, I got to see these fucking knuckleheads. I got to stop over. So I come in a suit just to see what's going on. I'm like, where are you guys at? So... My wife and I go to the, whatever bar they're at, I and I'm in a suit. And I just kind of check it out, and we go and, like, have a beer in the bar or something, and then we head out. And Tom's, Pub. Tom's Pub. Tom's Pub, yeah. We took that. Dude. I'll tell you it's what, a Saturday. I've seen the fucking pictures, and you absolutely nailed. Dude. Nailed so Gold Dog. So the next two years, nailed I, it. I went in a suit as because they're like, oh, yeah, you're you're, you're Vince, Vince or Shane. I forget. Shane McMahon Shane, yeah, or Vince yeah. McMahon. Dude, random Saturday. You're, random Saturday in, a, in March or April, you're sitting in a bar in the afternoon. Oh, dress the fuck up. And someone comes rolling with a boombox playing a Hulkamania theme song, and 20 people walk in dressed as wrestlers. What the fuck do you do? We're going, oh, yeah. We're fucking rolling. So anyway, so we did a promo. We put it on Facebook to try to promote it a little bit. And I had Mean Gene's head carved out, like cut out on a stick. And we had it propped up. Hey, everybody, this is me and Gene Oakland. And we walk in. It's me and Hulk Hogan walking in. I'm Macho Man, and my buddy Chris was uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, me and Gene. And we end up knocking the fucking thing over at the end of the promo. We end up taking, we end up wrestling each other. It was fucking ridiculous. But anyway, so that was the first <laughs> thing I thought it was the run to the ring. Mean Gene's head printed out, carved on a popsicle stick. Propped in front of a camera. And didn't you, like, in a softball, after, like, after a softball oh, yeah, game? So on, like, the day, yeah, so the day after the run of the ring, which was a Saturday, we, hit, we were in a Sunday morning softball league. Where the I, fuck did you get a gold dust you outfit? It's a long story. Uh, China? It took a long time to find that fucking thing. That was the third year. Dude, they planned this, like, eight months in oh, advance. Dude, were fucking, like, guys, they were already talking about doing so it like, next year. Yeah, so, like, like the third year, <laughs> the third year was, was the most intricate one. So, like, Oh, so after the first year, the first night, we take the Mean Gene head and we put it in front of someone's, like, windshield wipers. Yeah. Yeah, but the third year, 
So Goldust, pretty intricate costume, a lot of makeup. Uh, it's a one-piece fucking unitard, like tight leather fucking. It took me like a while to find out on on, uh, on, on in China. The first one I got was like too small. Ball bag all shifted oh, on the, one the, side. The, the second one was big, <laughs> but my it was still hanging out. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, two guys uh, were the Legion of Doom, and it took they bought used football pads, spray painted them, printed. Got these, got um, styrofoam, cut out uh, uh, spikes, spikes, glued them to the fucking pad. Like, it, it, dude, we were ridiculous. It was absolutely They grew insane. their hair, like, they, they went to the gym to get muscled up. It was glued, for one fuck. Like, grew for, their hair. To like drink to, at a yeah. bar. It was <laughs> the, the best part, though, the last bar we went to is no longer with us. It, it was spring. Uh, dude, we're so going over tonight. <laughs> we were already the Sheffield, over. The Sheffield Tavern. And they had they built this little stage area. There oh. was like a dancing. Like, it was a dance floor, right? And the DJ was there. We but there was like two different bars set up. It's almost it's it's a fucking wrestling ring. It became a wrestling ring. It, it we, looked just they like had, one. They had poles on this uh, elevated stage for the DJ. And what was a round? It was rounds. It was round. It was metal rounds and poles set up. Like almost like metal it was pipe a around. Like yeah. We come rolling in. The DJ's like, what the fuck on the. Uh, what the fuck? And we come rolling in, and we took over the fucking bar. I'm doing fucking flying elbow drops, climbing up the climbing up, the, climbing up the poles. Yeah. New, meanwhile, they're playing. At this point, now they're playing Macho Man. By why? Like, yeah. by, by the uh, village people. Yeah, it, dude. It, we took over that bar. People were fucking. All kinds of people were taking pictures. We were run, we're walking along the street. Cops are coming up to me. I'm pulling out Slim Jims from my pants. Step into a Slim Jim. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude's like, you know, I'm the chief of police, and this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And he drives off. He took my Slim Jim, ate it, and took off. It was, dude, it was the best thing ever. Anyway, we got a fucking shitload. Well, so let's go around a bar. Rest in peace, Mean Gene. Rest who, in peace. who is the earliest wrestler you guys remember as a kid? Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean, Hulk's. Yeah. I remember wow, having, early? like, the, yeah. the exercise, you know, routine of the Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. Yeah. How about a match? I don't. I don't remember uh, earthquake. When earthquake broke his leg. When earth, I'm gonna say yours. I already know who yours is. What is it? Hulk Hogan? No. No. I was gonna say Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, when he lifted up Andre the Giant at Summer or uh, Russell. Randy Rose against Tully Savalas. Wow, Randy. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. You're going back early eighties. No, that's man. way early, man. That was yeah. Hulk Hogan was mine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Hulk Hogan was mine, but I just. He never got I, into wrestling. Though. I mean, I I guess I was I was into it when I was a kid. I just don't remember it. I don't remember. I don't have the memory. I guess of shit the way that yeah, you guys do. We're fucking stupid. That's why. Uh, I watched it when I was a teenager, 12, 13, 14. I was watching WCW. Yeah, I wasn't into when Hulk Hogan went to WCW, and then like, <laughs> and then me and Gene went to WCW, and they uh, portrayed he, they portrayed everybody and became the NWO, which was the greatest. You fucking smell that. That's dude, us, cause we just stuck. Dude, that was no. Oh, come on. That was after. That was Ra- that was Razor Ramon, but yeah. that was later. That was. You remember Razor who? Ramon became Scott Hall. His real name. Who was, was on the NWO, bro? Uh, Ke- uh, Kevin Nash, uh-huh. Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, uh, Triple uh, 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 X Pac, which is uh, I forget his fucking real name. Uh, on the original, the original NWO. Well, that was the main. That was the main group. Uh, Steinberg, uh, Rick Steinberg. Yeah. Oh wow, I forgot about him. Remember Rick and Kevin Stein or whatever fucking Rick and 
Something Steinberg. One of them died, I think. I don't know. One who, of them who had, cares? He wore a fucking helmet all the time. He's fucking dead. Bark like a dog. Um, Mr. Perfect, I think, was part of it. I don't know. Anyway. And then they they, they, they they formed two factions. They became the Wolf Pack, which Macho Man, Sting. Oh, fuck, I forget. Other people, Kevin Nash ended up betraying Hulk Hogan and going against him. Eh, anyway, that's when he got fucking weird. Nightmare, man. But the NWO is the fucking best. Uh, I got to take a piss, and it's time for your segment. Get out, brother. Back in 1941, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor and said, thank you. I'm fucking ripped. In 1985, what else is there? I see you got the lazy eyes already. At some point in history, everyone's mother wants to defeat Pearl Harbor. It still makes you laugh. Throw the beers. This week we're going to call it Through the Bears. 1902, the first ever Rose Bowl. Michigan over Stanford, 49 to nothing. In 1967, NFL Championship, Green Bay beats Dallas, 34-27. Yeah, Dallas sucks. Always, bro. Even back then. In 1976... Ted Turner buys the land raise for $12 million. Christ, what are they working now? You don't want to know. Yeah. 1978. Championship. The Broncos beat the Oakland Raiders 20-17. to 1961. Green Bay Packers. Uh, they beat out the New York Giants 37-0. First of five NFL titles and... Seven season span. Impressive. Oh, I'm sorry, my joke. All right, here we go. 1980. Philadelphia Flyers set NHL record of 35 straight games without a defeat. Nice. Yes. In 1988, NHL superstar Mario Lemieux accounts for all his team's points in a Penguins 8 6 win over the New Jersey Devils. 1986, New York Islander Mike Bossy scores 500 career goal. 2013, Ray Lewis. Kill the guy? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, he announces he will retire <laughs> after the playoffs. 1993. Ready for this? Yes. The comeback game. Frank Reich leads, uh... leads the Bills back from a 32-point deficit. I remember that. To defeat the Houston Oilers. I remember where I was for that. 41-38 and OT. That was right before the Eagles-Saints game that year. Yes. Greatest comeback in ever in NFL history. In 2016, Jimmy Butler breaks Michael Jordan's record for points and a half, scoring 40 points of his 42 points in second half to lead the, the Bulls. 115-113 victory against the Raptors. So can we stop right there for one second? What may be more impressive than the fact that he scored 40 points and a half might be the fact that he only scored two in the first half. Ain't that something? So he scored two points and then, like, how do you score only score two and then score four, 40? That's absolutely a great question. That's okay. absolutely something that's worth looking into. Yeah. But moving on. Moving on. 
1993, Reggie Jackson is elected into the Hall of Fame. In 2007, Bill Cowher resigns as a Steelers head coach. Is he okay? That was the kid. Oh. <laughs> 2010, Mike Shanahan is formally introduced as head coach of the, of the Washington Redskins. In 1988, Pete Maravich of the Utah Jizz dies of heart failure at the age of 40. <laughs> 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 In 2000, now this one kind of hurts the heart, makes makes a little sad. 2004, Tug McGraw dies at the age of 59. Mm. Tug these balls. That's it. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, we were talking about the Warren Moon thing, and, the, and, and obviously Frank Reich is probably going to be coach of the year, and you brought up that, that Houston game. And, and uh, right before the Saints game, uh, 1992, which is my um, – First real, like, joyful playoff moment um, when the Eagles beat the Saints and yeah. it was the game before that. Um, and uh, yeah, when when they brought them back, that was that was one of the greatest fucking playoff games I've ever seen. Um, that was incredible. Frank, you're talking about what Frank Reich. Brought yeah, them, yeah. Frank yeah. Reich brought them back. God yeah. damn, that was a great game. Against Warren Moon, I was against Warren. Yes, Moon. it was uh, phenomenal. If you um, if you sit yeah. if you sit here and you think back. In the fourth quarter, you'll see Art Warren Mooney. He's like, what do I got to do? Yeah. yeah. Frank fucking right. Ah. Uh, Polsky, by the way, I want to jump in with that Mean Gene thing. I'm sorry. I missed this. Um, George Animal Steel and uh, Superfly Snooker was, were the two he uh, his, his first two. Wow. He, George the Animal Steel used to eat the turnbuckle. <laughs> Pretty he, wild, man. Yeah. Pretty wild. Um, so and our, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, he's a murdering fuck. Yeah, thanks for yeah, the. Uh, yeah, he I, killed someone. Didn't he? I was he's listening dead. to the uh, thing. Thanks for the shout out last week for the um, hero of 2018, us from Polsky. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty I, awesome. I, man. I, yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. Well. Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> that's for you. Again, Polsky. I don't really that's understand for, where. Uh, that's for Polsky. Oh. He, he ain't got no friends. Um, We're the only friends he's got. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, last thing. Uh, before we close out the show, Phillies. Machado or Harper? I say neither. Do they Do they get one? I mean, the, uh, everything here, I'm uh, hearing about let's now. Just, let's just back up real quick. Real quick, uh, let me set the table. All right, so wait a second. Uh, you asked us a question, and then you're backing I, up I, the I question just, you one, just one thing. I just want to keep this in mind. Uh, Machado, there's rumors that are coming out that he's liking the – Yankees Instagram page is doing this and that, and then the Phillies have a face-to-face meeting set up with Bryce Harper. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. yeah. It's well, actually, that's exactly where I was going with this. I think that the uh, uh, what I've just read about now, best guess was the um, well, the White Sox are in on everybody too. The White Sox and Phillies are kind of like in the same boat. It seems the Machado seemingly looks like he's going to end up with the Yankees, and. The best guess is that Harper ends up with the Phillies, from what I've heard. Even more interesting, and what, you know, Sean's not here to listen to, but what um, what else I heard is that the, the next high-priced free agent, a pitcher, um, Dallas Keuchel, Ooh. best guess goes to the Phillies. Really? So, I mean, if Arietta can ever get his shit together and find his stuff, 
Can you imagine Nola, Arietta, and Keuchel as your one, two, three, and then you know a couple of those other guys? That's quite. I, I, that's quite a punch, man. Yeah, and then having Hoskins and, and Harper like that's that just, would get me excited. I just don't think either one of them end up here. I just don't. it's possible. I just and the reason being, I think it's it's Gabe Kapler that spoils them. The, 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 I think it's Gabe Kapler that so says. You think the Gabe, really? You think the that Gabe says Kapler, I, makes them think I'm not playing for that clown. I think, I think, I said this a couple weeks ago. I think meeting Gabe Kapler and talking to him energizes him. He's full. He he's very energetic. He's he's um, highly motivational. I think it's his in-game shit that drives people fucking crazy. If you met Gabe Kapler on the street, if you met Gabe Kapler in a coffee shop, you'd be like, this guy's fucking awesome. He's a little bit of a nitwit, too, though, Sean. Okay, is, does he know the game of Based baseball? Based on what? Because uh, he's uh, saying uh, the right things? I, I'll, I don't I'll know, give man. I, I, he, he's, he doesn't want to throw anyone under the bus, which he shouldn't. Look, I don't know. I, we're, I, I, we're, I don't a pussified, a... we're a pussified... Uh, Fucking right in the pussy! Pussified nation now. You can't, you can't talk shit about these players anymore. You, you gotta... You gotta Pacify him. You know I what don't I mean? Necessarily well, I mean, if you want that high caliber player to come here, then you got to pacify him, Sean. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, wanna, well, you got the right guy to do it then. Do you, you want to put asses in the seats? Then you got the right guy to do it then, don't you? Uh, well, do you or don't you? Well, if you want to get a guy who's going to pacify, you got the right guy because he's going to pacify the shit out yeah, of you. I just, I don't like the company man thing. I, I mean, I've talked about this before. I don't like the company man thing that, that Kapler is. I can understand, like, if I didn't know Kapler from. The Phillies, if, if you were just talking to him, like interviewing, like somebody, or just sitting down, like Kapler would seem like, oh man, he's a great guy, he's energetic, this and that. I love it. I love it a lot. But hearing him say the same shit over and over again. Here's and, a cauliflower cheesesteak. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, once is all right. When you hear it every day and the fire, like, you know, blah, 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 this and that, and it, it just, it just, seems rehearsed it seems insincere to me it seems company man it seems insincere you're talking about Kapler yeah I just think he's legitimately a positive person I think he's he's got this mantra like this this like positive aura around him like he doesn't want to he doesn't want that negative energy like you think about his like his diet the way he eats the way he works out the way he like perceives himself the way he perceives others you know, look, I, I'm basing this off a half hour where I got to meet the guy. Right. You know, where he was basically like, you want to come in dressed in ripped jeans and whatever, and that's you? That's Go ahead, you. I have no problem. That's you. That's that's the way you want to perceive yourself, and that's the way you want to show how you are with others. I had no problem with that. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, then that's how you should be. And this is how I feel, and this is how I want to, you know, people to perceive me and, and whatever it's like i don't know man he's a california dude but some of his positional decision decisions have been suspect john well that, yeah well, yeah well that's, well, that's in game yeah. management that's a little different i mean and that's part of it too of what but yeah i i don't know i just like i said i i just i just feel he's a company man i i just i that's what i feel i can't i can't argue with that what did you guys think about the signing of dave robertson i, I thought I, it was good that's a good signing his uh, career array is like two point seven or something, Fantastic. something like that. Uh, last year, was, the, the only year he last had was a, a little bad, higher. La, the only year he had a bad bad season was it was his rookie year. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any 
Yeah, I, I think it was a great signing. I, I don't know what I don't I didn't hear I didn't see the numbers or, or anything. Yeah, la- last year uh, he he was in the threes. No, his, what, his, but, but his age, but Jason, man. But Jason Stark, he's up there in age too. Who's who? I'm hoping to get on the show really soon. Nice. Um, but Jason Stark put out a stat and he said, "Yeah, he, you know he his ERA was three point something, but against three, four, and five hitters, it was like zero point five. Wow. So Jesus what, Christ, what what contract did we give him? What type of contract? Uh, two years with a third year option. Okay. Third year um, player. Total of twenty. Uh, it's club option. Okay. So uh, it's and it's twenty three million for the two years. That's so he's bad. he's gonna make ten and a half, I think, and eleven next year or something like that. So it's I, I don't you know, know it's I don't for a setup guy. For a it's a lot for a setup reliever. Right. Um, but the guys have proven. I mean, he he's he's done it his whole career. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, who's he setting up to? Sir Anthony? You don't know. Yeah. That. I guess. That, are we gonna do? Uh, although he came are we, close. Uh, are we gonna do about his closer by committee thing? Like again? Probably. It's your boy. That's but your boy work. does. <laughs> Look, if I he looks, at, if he looks at the numbers, it says a three-four-five guy, and he's got a point five ERA I, he on threw this. That right at you, what did I say? <laughs> That's your boy, brother. What did I say? I said if you meet him, but his in-game decisions is what bothers you. Did I not say that? His in-game decisions fucking kill me. I don't know. It's your boy, Sean. <laughs> Which is obviously what matters, right? That's what matters, right? <laughs> yeah, Sean's bitter. I'm not bitter. No, I'm not. I'm that trying to funny. say. Was it was funny. But <laughs> it's not, but what I'm trying to say I mean, look. His That's in-game, your boy. His in-game decisions, is that what matters most? Yeah, and his in-game decisions so, yeah, I mean, I don't are see bothering changing. me. They bother me, too. Yeah. Like, they bother everybody. I'm saying when you meet the guy as a person, you're like, yeah, no, yeah, this fucking, he's a good dude. Like he, you know, he means well, and, and the guy's, he's a nice dude. Like, well, I have nothing I mean, ill will to say about Kapler as a person, <coughs> except for the fact that he likes to jerk off a cooking coconut oil. That's fine. Well, uh, hey, sometimes look, I mean, hand simple dude is fine. fine. <laughs> well, anyway, be that as it may, like, the company man, beat it be as nice it may, Mike. Beat it as it may. Right. <laughs> company man can be nice guys. I just. Jerking off a fucking coconut oil. He says it feels good and it moisturizes his skin. Yeah. Who am I to judge? Yeah, well, hey, look. Why he's eating his cauliflower cheesesteak. That's all right. That, that don't even fucking sound good. No, it sounds somebody, Does he eat that? Yeah, he fucking said it. How's that? It's not a cheesesteak, then. It's a cauliflower, cauliflower in general. It just sucks dick. It does. It's all it's fucking a, mush. It's not good. Ugh. Cauliflower cheesesteak. That's worse than eating a 90-year-old Who pussy. The, where the fuck are you going to go and say, do you have any car fire back there? And they say, yeah, we do. Where are you going? A fucking green grocery? It, is that, like, <laughs> supposed to take the place of the bread? And then, no. Yeah, it, yeah it's just cauliflower bread. Like, and then the, you put the steak inside the, the cauliflower. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm stunned. 90-year-old fucking. So, anyway. Um, no, yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good sign. That. I think it's a good no, sign. No, I think so, too, Mike. Uh, I don't want bro. You need it. I'm out on the cauliflower cheesesteak. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Doesn't even sound. No. What's your favorite cheesesteak place? Uh, Steve's. How about you? Believe it or not, I like the steak and hoagie works. It's the works. Bibbles. They were good. No, they were good. Do, 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 what? Where's that at? South Street. Do you do you prefer chopped or full pieces? Chopped. Do See, you? I'm a chopped yeah, guy Mike, too. Mike is too. I I prefer the full. I think the full to me is a is a, is a 
look, I'll eat both. I mean, trust me, old, young, I'll eat both. <laughs> no, if it's if it's chopped up or a full piece, um, just for my women, um, I'm good either way. <laughs> it's all chopped That's up. All chopped up. Looks like a fucking crispy sandwich. Who cares? As long as it's still warm. It's all still squirts. So are we still talking about cheesesteaks, or do we move on to something else? Because, uh, I mean, I, I guess both both everything that we just talked about could be either something that or... Oh, yeah! Ooh, yeah! So you like Flick steak and mean, yeah. yeah. There's yes. still one of them open. There, there's a ton yeah. of them. Where I used to live, yeah. There's one on Wood Hidden Road. There's one on um, ah, Frankfurt Ave. Frankfurt Ave. There ain't one around here no more. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Where? Knights in Woodhaven. Knights in Woodhaven's one. Yeah. There's one at... Uh, it's called The Works. The works, yeah. Oh, all right. It's called the works. You know where I'm, I'm talking about the steak and hoagie factory. Well, yeah, that's, that's what, what they renamed be. it. They renamed the works. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh. Get this through your head, you, you Jew motherfucker, you. Is there, is this, is the one by Sweeney still open? <laughs> nah. Nope. Nah, it's out. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and the tattoo place there ain't open no more either. No? Huh? Nothing goes better together than cheesesteaks and tattoos. Yeah, that's fucking right. Cheesesteak tattoos and a Chinese girl with her legs in the air. All the same to me. They're all going to squirt. Oh, there it is. They're all going to squirt. Guys, good fucking show. Um, yeah, we went a lot of fucking content. Oh, yeah. A lot of content. We spent an hour and 20 minutes on the football. No, I thought it was like an hour and 40. That's all right. Hey, no, oh, yeah, we you needed might, to talk might, about it. You actually might be right. It's, it's not Dude, hey. I was humming this song, like, excited to be on the show. I haven't been on for... It's been three... Like two, I, I missed weeks? it, yeah. Two or three. It's the longest yeah, hiatus I've had two weeks. Yeah, um, so. yeah I was looking forward to this show uh, this week. Yeah, and... Well, uh, the Eagles made it back to the playoffs. Like, I, I had butterflies. You know, yeah. I had all that shit. What's up? Breaking WWE news. Uh-oh. Hold on. Breaking. Chris Benoit... We'll is back in, alive? Will be inducted to the WWE Hall, Hall of Fame as part of the class of 2019. All right, put the beer, beer, beer song back on. What the? What? Yeah, that murdering fucking psychotic. He killed his whole fucking family. Well, she wouldn't call FreshLoop.com. That's also true. <laughs> she burned uh, his food, so he killed her and her kids. Nah, nah. I, I can't even comment on that. He did. I know he did. Fucking chip bag. I hope we don't. Had don't break up beer, beer, beer. My happy song for stupid shit like, or like depressing shit like that. I hope. I hope Canadian we. Uh, I hope we held on our. I hope we uh, held on our listeners tonight. Like like Chris Benoit held her fucking neck. Can I go back to my beer, beer, beer happy place? They weren't dead. They made a mistake when they buried him. I was going to be Chris Benoit. Lovely, lovely beer. I was going to be Chris Benoit for Halloween one year and just push around an empty baby stroller. What's the difference between Chris Benoit and my dick? My dick has a head. Yeah, but didn't he hang himself? God, he used that joke on the freaking (laughs) best off show for something else. Yeah, you can't do that. Come on. Sorry. God. It all factors in. Did he, did he hang himself? Yeah. No, he didn't. He shot himself. I thought he hung himself. No. Either way, he's a fucking shitbag. He massacred his family. How do you induct a guy who killed his whole family? I'm just going by the story. That's like putting Charles Manson in the Murderer's Hall of Fame. Like, how do you do that? Well, he was a quality individual. You can't. No. Yeah, that's, why that's, did this, this song not loud, man? 
I hope so. Yeah, you know, when I was in high school, I wrote him a letter telling him I was wanted to get his family back together. So I, the fucking the, the, the principal intercepted. I got three days suspension. What, Chris Benoit there? No, Charles Manson. Oh. <laughs> I think I have you told me this. Story. I got suspended for three days. <laughs> they called your mom and they're like, "We should probably. You should probably." Get your son some counseling. Yeah, Mr. Sheet, <laughs> I believe your son needs help. Said so reads the notes, they're like, oh, yeah. So the day I come back, I come back after my three-day suspension. Now, you know, my hair's long. I'm the priest grabs my hair and says, Mr. Sheet, I think you need a haircut. Really? Why? Jesus Christ had long hair. Two more days suspended. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't wrong. <laughs> Shit, you got five days suspension for writing a letter and, and saying Jesus Christ had long hair? Yeah. My, my dad, what the, what the fuck am I going to do with you? Like I said earlier in the show. Lovely, lovely beer? No, fallacies, man. Fallacies in life. The Bible, the Holocaust, Minnesota's Viking season. They're all fallacies. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Trump, yeah. he's bullshit too. So you had to throw out a in there. Catholic cocksuckers. It's not but a cult. It is a cult. It is a cult. giant cult. Because they want his money. They're no <sighs> different from the KKK. Yeah. You want me to love God? Let me come to school for free. We should have ended this show 10 fucking you know, minutes he, ago. Charge me fucking 6500 a year. He's got a good point. Let me come to school for free. He and I'll like, love God. You want me to love God? I'll come to school for free. He's got a good point. Next oh, week. yeah. That... Uh, I didn't even listen to him. I was like, was <laughs> Speaking of uh, Christians, I hope Nick Foles wins this week. God Almighty, I hope the Eagles win and beat the Bears. E A G L E S Eagles! Eagles guys. Super Bowl champs. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for a two hour and 40 fucking minute show. Mike God damn, Jesus. I got work in the morning.